The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today.
not sure I want to see. No. Oh my God! No! no. no. Oh! 
all night because the pyro blows there. Oh, God! Detective Matt pulled back, but Danielson. Find Matt, find Matt. Oh! Nice. on the floor! Oh, God. The attempt. Oh, no! Gonna be a Gonzo bomb? No, it's gonna be the cannonball through the table. No, no, come on! Oh, no! Out of the DDT oh, on the concrete. Yes. Just grab it. Oh no! Oh, holy hell! Wardlow, I saw him up. To the left of our announced position. Oh, God almighty. That's wow. a human being's. What's Sandy's going to have to. Sandy. Sandy. Oh, what a batter. Claim not done yet. They stopped that lift. Oh. Man, put your sheets up. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Watch out. Juice Robinson, this is an open audition, man. Do it! Oh, oh Robinson, God. crashing onto that chair. Looks <laughs> right feet from him. What's he gonna do? He's out of his mind. And call the draw! Oh, my gosh! Unbelievable! I was live convenient. Oh, man! Oh. Corner the DDT on the steps in our opening contest, man! And, oh, wait, look at the chance! Yeah. 
Browns, friends with Penta, stacked up Orange oh. Cassidy. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. Party. Uh, with the glitz and glamour, party and our egos and manners, this thing is too soon. Well, 
Martin Cena, that's that game changer. With us on the mic, then you gotta believe that it's gonna be a straight banger. Look, I'm a breakout star when it comes to the bars. Ay, I'm like Cesaro and Sheamus. Ay, I ain't content with setting the bar. I pick up the bar and I raise it. Ah, that was amazing. Slam is here, wrestling Oscars. The stage is set, the main event like wrestling Oscar. I'm proud of being with young Josiah, lyrical monster. Feel like Juicy J, Usa, and Roman, the body conquer. Hey, I know the show started, but I'm turning up regardless. Tell the bump to play it loud. The Pro Wrestling Coalition is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts and seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the, the PWC, PWC end of year award show if you can hear that in the background formerly the end of year award show but we're going to call it the peenies but the peenies enunciate properly <laughs> the peenies Jeff the peenies. it's the peenies the PWC the peenies <laughs> not, not the penis the peenies peenies I never said penis you're the one saying penis it sounds like you're saying penis just I'm like saying you're penis. normally talking about penis. <laughs> Dollar Club resting in the chest is the Dollar Club. We have a problem. Go read his stuff. I'm, I'm embarrassed wearing this shirt. I don't represent any <laughs> Dollar Club anymore. Or Dollar Club doesn't represent me. I didn't leave the Dollar Club <laughs> wrestling. Dollar Club wrestling left me. Oh, oh, shots fired. Uh, also, he says Rock Hard Jim Pendy should win the little bitch award. Uh, you're not allowed to speak like that anymore. <laughs> oh, you no. Modernized PG corporate sellouts. <laughs> Shots fired. Anyway, it's the peenies, not we the peenies. Such pressures here on the PWC because well, we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, actually, Luckily. we do have sponsors, Jeff. As a matter of fact, they're worse than we are. <laughs> <laughs> we actually do have sponsors. Shout out to Homeboy eighty eight. Shout out to HMG. Bin Hamin Yalla. But we don't have any well-behaved sponsors. We don't have any sponsors with standards. So. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> what the hell? Facebook user says, "Oh my God, Hablo Are. Ooh, ooh, who's that? Could be sexy. Homeboy eighty eight says, "Homeboy eighty eight for best guest." And oh, look, Dollar Club says Jeff is Dollar Club four 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 life. I really like to believe. It. <laughs> I have two of these hoodies now. Oh, do you now? Yeah, I gave one to Hoover Dude Sicario. Really? Yeah. So he can be called Hoover Dude Dollar Club? Yeah, he, he can. And, and in fact, in Ecuador, they use the US dollar. So, yeah. Do they? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's, is that a new thing? Nope. It's been, I don't know, 20 years or so. Really? Had that, not, now I'm intrigued. How did that come about? Lots of countries use the US dollar. Nigeria, yeah, but they, Panama. Nigeria? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, when when you have a country and you, your your economy isn't stable enough, and if you, if you don't have too much of an ego about your own country, you sometimes use another country's <laughs> economy, uh, the currency, 
and the U.S. dollar is the fiat currency of the world. It's, it's what everything. I mean, you look at any exchange chart; it's whatever it is, whether it's the euro or whether it's the yuan or the lira, whatever. It's, it's compared to the exchange's U.S. dollars. Wow, I didn't know that. I should look into that more. Even gold per pound is tied to how much it's worth in U.S. dollars. Well, I know that. I know that with gold, but I didn't know that certain countries actually. That are not American、uh, territories. You choose to do that,、uh, or want, or choose it because it's like their goal. But a lot of them they just don't have it. They can't keep it. Frankly, a lot of South American countries should consider it. I, I think more than one does, but most have、oh, their own、wow. currency. Wow. Well, yeah, most. But I didn't know Nigeria particularly, I mean, or Ecuador. Look to El Salvador since they they tried to make their entire currency Bitcoin, the you know, cryptocurrency. Um, look, look, look to El Salvador to be the next one. Anyway,、uh, so El Salvador next year, we're looking at you as getting the peony for best currency switch. <laughs> yes, the peonies. It is the third annual peonies. Well, technically, it's the third annual end of year awards show. But the very first peonies. Yes, everything is peonies here at the PWC. That's right. No salvations、uh, here, just peonies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, rock hard, Jimmy. Prenders says the Dollar King has lost his crown. We need to do a worldwide search for the new king. A, it's Prendergast. It's right there in front of you, and you're, you're like, you're like this. Prenders, dude, that's what he goes by. All right, well, not when he puts his name there. That's his. That's his alter ego.、Oh, well, Secondly, <laughs> why are they having a promo off a here、name. in our in our chat? Come on, let's get to the peonies. Yeah, well, Facebook user says in my country we are used a dollar by 22 years ago. Really, what country is that, Facebook user? I assume one Ecuador, maybe. Maybe. That can't be who I think it is, Jeff. Is it? It could be. But doesn't her name usually come up? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it does. But anyway, I don't know. That's weird. You know,、um, she's an international woman, woman of mystery. She is. <laughs> Jimmy says again, the Dollar King has lost his crown. We need. To... Oh, you, well, you yeah, just... he said that before. That's right.、Yeah. Anyway, let's get into the. You're repeating the... yourself, Biden. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> The the chat is actually rocking right now. Yeah,、uh, and oh no, it's it's got to be Lasacaria. You think? A hundred percent. Well, don't bother checking the servers because she's got it routed through a dozen shells. Really? Oh, and yeah, she did say that、uh, Ecuador has been、uh, using the American dollar, which I never knew, for twenty two years. Well, I said it's about twenty years. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, that's that's. I'm I'm literally intrigued. I want to like check that out. I don't know why I never knew that. Anyway, let's get to what's important. Let's get to the to the <laughs> the peonies, shall we,、uh, Jeff?、Mm-hmm. And、um, where, what, what,、uh, what, what category do you want to start with first? Do you think? Should, where should we go? I don't know. It, it, wouldn't it have been great if we organized this and talked about it ahead of time? I know. True. We spoke about the categories, but not in what order, which、oh, is funny. Fun. Let's start at the top. Let's just let's let's just go with the male wrestler of the year. All right, and we'll use MVP as the last one. How's that? That's fine. All right, male wrestler of、It's、the year. Might、uh, or might not be different. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. It could be the same. Could be the、but、same then, guy. You never know. But you、we'll、want to break it down do. by promotion, or you just want overall? Just want to divide by male and female? Oh no! This is、um, this is for. All promotions, everything. Okay, everything. Could even be, even if there was an indie wrestler out there, that's okay. That that was the shit, which there、right. hasn't been. But just say there was. He's even able. Yep. 
Effie's been everywhere and done everything. Oh, fucking don't. Don't even go there. I don't even know who. Fuck Effie. Well, you don't know who it is or fuck Effie? I do know who Effie is. Or you fucked Effie and now you're pretending you don't know. You're like ghosted. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know you. Yeah. And then that looks bad, doesn't it? Yeah, he hurt me, Jeff. He dumped my ass. So I'm like, fuck Effie. No. No, really. I don't get why he's so popular, dude. Tell me why the fuck. Out of all the indie guys, he's probably making the most money right now, as a matter of fact. I'm sure that's not true, but I'm sure he makes it. I, I know yeah, he he's up there. You'd be surprised. Breakfast shows, so everyone loves breakfast. Well, everybody loves penis too, but. What? <laughs> I digress. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm well, just saying. That is your safe harbor for everything. Well, 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 <laughs> it is what it is. That's okay. why it's the penis, Jeff. So. For our I first P for P, for PWC. No? Yes, it is P for PWC. Yes, the penis. It is. It's, it's for Peeny. All right, who's your male wrestler of the year, Jimmy T? You know why it's a lot harder than you think, Jeff? Because there's a few candidates, in my opinion. You know what's a lot harder than you think? Never mind. Ah, it goes back to fucking cock, doesn't it? That's right. Anyway, <laughs> always back to penis. Um, you know what? It's hard. It's hard to not to not uh, really. Let's be honest. I think it's got to be fucking uh, Roman Reigns, dude. Um, I agree. I, I head and shoulders. Head and shoulders above. It's the, he's the tribal chief, the head of the table. Every, everyone's eating at his table, and those that aren't are getting the scraps. But I will say, a special sort of. Uh, Shout out to Seth Rollins. I think he had a chance. Even Sami Zayn had a chance. But I think it was too little too late per se. And plus, Roman Reigns involved in that storyline anyway. So I don't think Seth Rollins had a chance. I, was, I think Sami fits into a different category. I mean, I would say people who had a chance. I mean, you could... You know, I, think you're say I, think you, I think you could make a compelling argument for John Moxley. Yeah, see, I'll, I'll put him in a different category he's the guy you can depend on you know what i'm saying like if you need someone right now mm-hmm. to carry your company he's that guy you know what i mean one of those guys anyway well i would say to carry any company but i, I would well, might as well the short term i'm but talking about a short term of the year for me is john Marcy because i think he did carry his company well so we're gonna go straight into it right well, MVP I, I figure why why waste time on that i mean we we, we can go back but we agreed on the male wrestler we should circle back to the female uh but well you since know. you said you're mvp already i might as well say mine yeah i mean mvp of the year man i know what you're saying with moxley right but uh Oh man, see, I can go with one other person that uh, that I'm arguing with myself over. The problem is injuries got to him. So uh, again, I'm gonna have to go Roman, dude. Again, I, I just have to, man. Oh, yeah. You can make special, like this special sort of comment about even Lashley at one stage, uh, but then he faded. So as much as I love Lashley, he, you know, he's had a bad year, really. When you really break it down, Jeff, I mean, you can't say that short spurts, not a bad year, but compared to 2021 and 2020, come on, dude, let's be yeah, real. No. 
No, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't put him near the. I mean, I think a promoter could easily make him the MVP or the wrestler of the year if they put the guns behind him. You know, but but they didn't. No, they didn't. I, I mean, he's been fumbling around in this U.S. title area, which which is great for most people, but not for him. He's above that. Actually, no. You know what? I changed my MVP. I'm going to say Seth Rollins. Okay. Only because. I've enjoyed him a lot this year, dude. Yes, really? I'm a fan of his. But when you think about it, he's, a, he's, a, he's one of those guys, again, that you, if you need a guy to uh, carry the load for, for a while. I just uh, I just got breaking news. I got uh, I got a message from one Chris Am saying, tell Jimmy to oh, send shit. me an invite. Did, can, does this work internationally? Can I forgot. I forgot. Because we're talking, man. Like I saw it, but I forgot. And I was meant to do it. Damn. And you and you and you spoiled the surprise. Good one, Jim. Spoiled the surprise. Apparently, you spoiled the surprise when he had a text mate. I for no shit, man. I I put the invite. I think because we we're talking about what we we're talking about. I just Would you totally just send him the invite instead. I have. Of, I have already. I have already. Instead of now saying that I spoiled the surprise, then admitting that you botched it. Wow. This is the botch of the year. Throw me straight. You, me you're straight the under the, the fucking bridge, dude. Straight under the bridge. I mean, you know what? You are the most valuable player and the least valuable player of the PWC. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You don't know you're what both. you're going to get with me. It's true. You're the alpha I... and the omega. You are so <laughs> as above. As above uh, so no, as but below. you know what? I agree with you, though. That's what's funny. That's why I'm laughing. Like, legitly, I agree with you because I can totally get where you're coming from. Like, legit. I'm not. I'm not denying that. That is actually dead uh, situation. You are heaven and hell. You are our. <laughs> you are chalice and our spear. It's true. It's fucking damn true. Unfortunately, in many yeah. ways. But um. Anyway, let's get back to where is Mr. Ambulance? Anyway, he's taking his time. I've already sent him a damn invite. So. Okay. Well, listen. He's he's on his vacation time. What's the Puerto Vallarta or something? Andale, Chris, Andale, Ambaso, Ambaso. He better not be in Cancun. That is, that is so, uh, so mid. We'll find out in a moment. But coming into the show wow. is Mr. AMBS. He is bullshit in the morning. He is L. Ambaso. He is Chris Ams. Welcome to the Peenies. Is, is the 2022 penis, dude. Is, have you gone dark? Is your hair gone darker, dude? What, what's going on there? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? How's uh, how's everything going out there in the PWC land? I'm uh, I'm joining you from just outside Cancun. Um, <laughs> the, there you the go, Mayan Jeff. Riviera. You called it. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm That's what to people go to Cancun who don't want to say they're Cancun and say the Mayander. So is that a ziggurat or a step pyramid? That that is a step pyramid. That is uh, that is from uh, Tikal, the actual ruins of Tikal. Is that bro? Is, is, is your pride flag there broken up into steps of thirteen? <laughs> uh, there's probably a pride flag somewhere that's broken up into steps oh. of thirteen. Yeah, well, that, uh, I mean that's what the Aztecs and the Mayans did: 13, 13, 13, 13 to get to fifty-two. <laughs> it's true. It's damn true. It's damn true. Damn Chris, sure. it's been a while. I know you're in fucking Mexico, and dude, is it hot over there? Is it is it is it jamming? 
Yeah, man, it's super warm. Uh, today I got to hang out at the pool and then go do a little exploring um, at a little wow. at a little town called uh, Puerto. I can't remember, but it's next to Cancun. Puerto El Agre. And uh, <laughs> it's great. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm just wow. I'm just happy to be here on the on the awards show. I mean, it's it's great. Hey, to we're be happy here to have you, dude. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah. And what do you mean? Thank Thanks. you for having you, dude. This is this is yours, dude, as well, man. As much as ours. That's right. You're so, one of two people who paid in advance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Chris, I don't know if you were listening to the show and um, you caught what we're just talking about, but we gave out our wrestlers of the year and MVPs of the year. The male wrestler of the year and male MVP. Oh right, male wrestlers, both male. So Chris, tell us who would you have as your male? wrestler of the year Who your and then peenie? who's your peenie and then who's your most valuable peenie <laughs> all right so uh first of all male wrestler of the year i'm gonna go with roman reigns um i think all three of us went I, that uh, i would say that that's a yeah it's a clean sweep it's how do you say in espanol trifecta <laughs> yeah that's exciting great. something like that um perfect you just have to put cool. it in the accent, like cool. trifecta, you know, or in Spanish would be like trifecta. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, so <laughs> Roman Reigns. Just roll your R as some part of the word. Just roll your R, Jeff. That's it. Trifecta. So, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Anyway, Chris, so you gave it to Roman Reigns. We've done the trifecta, as Jeff said. Mm. Who would be your MVP of the year, dude? Your most yeah. valuable painting. Okay, you guys are going to think I'm crazy for saying this, and there's going to be a lot of people out there in the internet world who think I'm an asshole for even suggesting it. CM Punk is the MVP of wow. the year. Wow. Um, yeah, most valuable prick. Brought, no, I think he single-handedly brought more, more viewers to a company than any other wrestler in any company on the planet. And I think that that is the definition of MVP. I think that he brought more people to the company than anybody else. And uh, yes, he's an asshole. Wow. And uh, yes, it's probably good for the company in the long term that he's not there anymore. But he did exactly what an MVP is supposed to do. He got eyes on the ball. Yeah. yeah. And arguably, he, he also uh, ran brought home. more eyes to WWE after he left the other company. So uh, he, it's not it's not per promotion. It's just MVP. So a, a controversial pick, an, an interesting pick, but only one that somebody is part of the radical far center would come up with. <laughs> exactly. That's, this is what good I do. point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely good point. Well, CM Punk. See, the thing is, Chris, at first he did bring a lot more eyeballs. That's true. But, uh, but they plateaued towards the end, even while he was there just recently. They weren't hitting the million marks. I think they only hit it two, two other times after his initial comeback. Jeff, you know, you're more familiar with the ratings. How many more times they hit a million I, I while he was around? He defended it. I don't think we need to pick apart his picks. I made no, 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 no. I'm just saying. That, no, I'm, no, I know. It's not picking his... Uh, I'm not really picking his picks. I'm just surprised. Stop attacking him. Christ. Chris, time to get fucked, seriously. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Alright, so CM Punk for Chris. I went with Seth Rollins. Jeff, you went Moxley, right? Mm-hmm. Damn it, we could have had the friggin' shield again. We could have all... 
fist pumped. But anyway, Only we did somebody it. was a techno guy who could put up a graphic. I could, but uh, I won't because okay. we're not, we're, we don't need it. But um, anyway, so let's go to the female wrestler of the year this time. Um, Jeff, you can start, man. Who's your female wrestler of the year? Holy fucking shit. <laughs> This is rough. This is the Ponani Award, by the way. Most valuable Ponani is next. This is, this is for the whole year, huh? Huh. The whole derriere. Um, whew. You know what? I'm, I'm going to do it. Feeling. Mandy Rose. You can make an argument. I think she had a... Well, yeah. I think it's an excellent pick. It is an excellent pick. 2021, she was super hot too, so... Yeah, you can make that argument for sure. Yeah. I think it's a lot tougher this time around, though. And, and she exited with, like, a peace out. My terms, bitch. I made my choice. Um, True. Listen, I mean, I, I, I'll tell you who I was struggling with. Bianca, who has held the title most of the year and has done everything she's supposed to. Stale. I just I just think that she's just always the same, and it's not that interesting. She's just like, I'm a job. She's stale, okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's sort of like... Ron Breaker. I mean, you know, there's lots of people that like that. And listen, I like Bianca. I think she's she's a great athlete. I think she's had a great year. But I don't know. Mandy just feels like a wrestling star. She had the group behind her. I, I don't know. It just like everything worked. And then she was the star of NXT, which is like, okay, star of the developmental, the AAA team. Yeah, I, she was. It's true. But, you know, uh, I, I just think she was the champion the entirety of the year and she wore the belt well and she defended the title a lot on TV and I, I don't know, people tuned in to see her and yeah, I, I, I'm comfortable with my pick and, and you know, hopefully it's not the last time I'm picking her in wrestling but it just might be so uh, one last time for all the good times <laughs> one last time for the good times I'm sure there's more plenty of good times to come Jeff, literally you know I don't do those things. <laughs> anyway, Chris, who would be your most or female, or should I say Punani <laughs> of the Year Award, female wrestler of the um, year award that is? Uh okay. No again, I think nobody's gonna like this pick, to be honest with you, but um I'm gonna go with Rare Ripley. Um oh, in yeah, terms sure. of in terms of like what she did as a single star, maybe not. But I honestly think that uh, what she's been doing has been more interesting than 99% of the roster, maybe all of the roster from both companies. And she's been consistent. And it hasn't just been, you know, one thing that she's good at. You know, we know she's good at the physicality. We know she's good in the ring. But uh, she's shown that she's actually pretty charismatic too. So, I mean, for me, she's the female wrestler of the year. I don't think it's a bad pick at all. I mean, you know what? She, she, she. I mean, she was in my mind's conversation, and she's going to get a different award tonight. Spoiler, from me. So I don't think there's. Uh, I mean, I think next year she very, very well might could easily do it if if they play their cards right. Though, if I'm to believe some of the things I'm seeing, I'm not sure that they will be. But you can never. I mean, that's one thing with wrestling promoters never never count on them to do the right thing. <laughs> I think they're doing the right thing with Rhea Ripley right now, though, guys. I mean, even with her feuding now with Becky Lynch, should elevate her, but they need to put her over. And the problem is they probably won't. And they can kill all of her, her damn momentum. 
And you know what? For some reason, Chris, that's a good one because I actually forgot for a minute about Rhea Ripley, and then you said it. I'm like, damn, she's your country right. person. I know, but for some reason, you know, I had someone else in mind. But that's a hard argument, though. You to, know, from, from to, what, to go the by. distance with Chris on the camera, with the light that's above him, that's sort of making him a little hazy. He looks a little bit like Mox. <laughs> True. The way his yeah, eyebrows actually, kind of go up and his eyes are sort of set in, and he's got, you know, it's it's Chris, Chris, Chris Moxley. He's got more hair than usual. Yeah, and you look, your hair's darker than usual, Chris. What's going on there? It's like, hey, Holmes. I'm now, you look, now you look like Bin Hamid. <laughs> uh, yalla. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I'll take it. That's a compliment either way. Yalla. Yalla. Absolutely. Uh, Shout hello. out to the Bin, bin Hamid. Ding yeah. dong. <laughs> Ding dong. Hello. Really well, you know what? To try to do that face, like it causes pain back here. You got to give it to Bailey, man. She, she, she was pretty funny when she came up with that shit, though, man. That, that, that was, was pretty good. She's you know what I mean? Her best moments are when she's fighting with Michael Cole. That I mean, sad but oh, true. for sure. But it's almost sexual tension going on, though, man. Oh, what do you mean, thing. almost? Yeah, almost exactly. Well, I'm gonna go with Chris, man. As as far as female wrestler of the year, it has to be Rhea Ripley, man, for me too. She's totally not only elevated, but she's elevated a whole stable, dude. Now, my MVP, female MVP is different, though. And I'll get to that. Cool. But my MVP was going to be this award winner. But once Chris said Rhea Ripley, I'm like, shit. How can you not argue that? You know what I mean? It's pretty hard not to. Because not only has she evolved as a performer, she's managed to get a whole stable over, in my opinion, on her back. Do you know what I'm saying? Really, and she's the breakout star of Judgment Day. Without her, they're nothing. True. So that's why I have to go with Rhea too, man. It's just it's too. So she's your female wrestler of the year. Female wrestler of the year, man. What about? But MVP is going to be different. But anyway, let's move on though to the MVP in the female in the women's division in all of wrestling. That is. Jeff, go ahead and give us your MVP, man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I really want to pick somebody from AEW, but their women's division is so inconsequential that it's it, – it, uh, and it's a constant loser that even if I – you know, I can make a case for two women being the MVPs or one being a breakout star or whatever, but not really. Um, maybe breakout star, but uh, – there's so, no breakout star in the women's division in AEW. You might so you know, I'm no going to treat the MVP as as the workhorse, someone that you can put in any slot, someone that they have put in any slot. Um, and so I, I think this is, I mean, Bianca deserves something. I'm going to give this to be Bianca. She's She's been there all year. She's done her job all year. She's worked with people, you know, through adversity. She trained to, to be in a bodybuilding contest and won it. Um, during this time, didn't miss any time. Um, they they put her in the silly program with damage control, and and she's sort you know she sort of made that work, and she was clearly the star of that. She gracefully let Becky Lynch come in and and take some star starlight and match to protect her, protect herself in it. And uh, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Bianca. Like you know she's you know if if, if something happened to my MVP. And, you know, which something did. Uh, but if they were in the same division or in the same, you know, 
uh, and Bianca was my next person up, I'd feel very comfortable. She's sort of like she's sort of like the female Drew McIntyre. Like if I if I if something happened, I go, you know what? Put put her at the top. Just so happens she's at the top right now. But you know, and I think, and she's not the only one, but she's the one with the belt in that position. Like I mean, other people, I'm sure, I'm sure Oscar could, could do it. Uh, you know, and others as well. Uh, but they didn't. So it, it, yeah, Bianca, there you go. Nice, Chris. Who's your MVP in the in all of women's wrestling, my man? Okay, so I am going to make an argument for an AEW female. Uh, it's Jade Cargill for me. She's the MVP of the women's division in AEW. She's the one who you look at and instantly you go, that's a star. That's a wrestling star. Um, she's the one who, um, even when she's in something as stupid as a feud with Lil Bow Wow, um, it feels like it's bigger than what else is going on in the women's division in AEW. Um, and for most of this year, I would say, she made the TNT title seem like it's elevated to above or at least equal with the AEW Women's Championship based solely on her star power. For So for very... So for very similar reasons as to why I chose CM Punk in that I feel like he was the star. Um, I'm choosing the same person for the same. I'm choosing a different person, but for the same reason, uh, Jade Cargill was a star, someone who actually brought eyes to the division in AEW. That's actually okay. a good one too. I, 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 would, I wouldn't argue with that one. She, I mean, she was in deep consideration. For sure. That's absolutely. But for me, I think I'm going to go AEW as well, man, because let's be honest, there's only one female in that company that can get the AEW Women's Championship over, man. I mean, seriously, there's only one girl, there's only one woman, and you know what? It's got to be Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. I I mean, when, when you need someone, look, let's be honest. Who's been able to carry that belt since she's had it? Any takers? Nobody. Literally, there has not been not one women's AEW wrestler that's been able to, for whatever reason, carry that belt like Britt Baker has. No one. But Jay Cargill is an exception. She's in a different... She's in her own bubble. You know what I mean? That's why I can agree with that too. But as far as the women's championship goes, because she's not around that... Britt Baker is the one she owns that division it's hers it's her house literally and there's no one that can touch her right now she needs to become your AEW Women's Champion once again because god damn it anyone that gets that belt is cursed after that simple no one can carry it they don't know who to put it on just keep it on Britt I have no argument, and Britt Baker was one of the people who I seriously considered for this um, because she really is the class of the division in AEW. And, you know, two years ago, we weren't saying that. We were saying, you know, oh, she's an up-and-comer. She's right there. You know, she's on the same level. She's been the, the benchmark for the AEW women's division for a while now, and I think she deserves the props. So I like the pick, too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you guys both picked the only two people I was considering AEW, and I didn't pick them for the reason I stated, that the women's division is floundering, and it's constantly the lowest-rated segments on the shows. 
if if I was one of those wrestling fans who says, "Who cares about ratings? You're not a TV executive," then then they. But but I am one of those people who cares about that stuff. Yeah, and fuck those guys. Yeah, or yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck those Either guys. Either way, okay. <laughs> There's plenty of fun for everyone, folks. But anyway, yeah, it doesn't doesn't bother me. I mean, <laughs> hey, it's, it's the peenies. I I don't care if someone disagrees with me. I just don't like it when people make up facts. That's true. Yeah, that's always fun. That's a disease in in the IWC. And then argue those facts, or they take one <laughs> logical train, but it's different depending on what their argument is. I mean, just keep the same goalposts, or at least if you're not, explain why. I mean, it's like. It's stupid, yeah. I know you're right. Like, like I, I don't, I don't like a lot of clownish wrestling, but for whatever reason, I like Danhausen. Can't explain it, but I do. <laughs> I mean, I like Danhausen. Can't, don't know why, uh, and I'll say it. Don't know why, but I do. Anyway, sorry. It's all right. It's fine. You can love Danhausen, Jeff. It's all good, brother. You're not going to get. Um, I'm still know, mad about judged. that idiot the other day who's arguing with me, trying to tell me that the Ring of Honor show from this weekend wasn't an AEW show. But the Ring of Honor show that sold out MSG was definitely a New Japan show. Shut up! Pick one lane. Either they're both Ring of Honor, or neither was Ring of Honor. Ding dong! Hello. <laughs> Just saying. Exactly. Anyway, let's yeah, move yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. Let's move on though to, I think tag team of the year, and this one's easy for me. I mean, hands down, I've been down since day one, guys. It's got to be Marshall the Usos. <laughs> That's the worst tag team of the year oh, by far. Sorry. But um, yeah, the best tag team, male tag team, that is, for me, easy. It's the Usos. Yeah. Yes. I mean... Jeff? What, what's that? Yeah, nothing. I mean, they've been great. I mean, <laughs> you can make a case for them as the MVPs. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Absolutely, you could. I mean, they're, main, they're a main event act now, man. They're on Constantly. They're on they're, every show. On every, every show. So yeah, and they main event every show. They fucking they start every show, Raw and SmackDown these days. And I would be surprised if Chris disagrees, but if he doesn't, I would love to hear what the what the argument and the conversation is. But I'm I'm, I'm going to predict that it's another trifecta, or however you say that. A Mexican, <laughs> Mexican. I hate that. so bad. Um, yeah, no, for, for me it's. For, for... Sorry, yeah, for me, it's go. the Usos. Uh, it's a, it is a, it is a, it's a clean sweep here on the PWC, and um, I don't think it was close. Look, I love FTR. I, I'm happy that the acclaimed are as over as they are, but this, it's not comparable. These guys have completely dominated, and they've been great every time they've been on TV. It hasn't just been good matches, which we always knew that they could put on. Um, they've been, like you said, main event acts. They've been a big part of the storyline that's gotten Roman Reigns and uh, and his whole family, his whole idea, his whole identity over has been a huge has been a, a part of a huge thanks to the Usos. I mean, first of all, you know, he was able to really take control of the family as a you know as a consequence of beating Jimmy, um, and then you know now now you're seeing this great uh, back and forth between you know the Usos. And uh, and Sami Zayn, which I honestly think is one of the highlights of the show every week. So uh, yeah, the Usos they get my my vote too. Yeah, I mean, so I guess we're all feeling Usy. We all Usy. Absolutely. Well, there's another trifecta with the Usos, but next, let's go female tag team of the year. Um, for me, uh, 
It's hard to go past Toxic Attraction, man. I'm going to go with him. I don't see how you don't. I mean, Damage Control has been horrendous. I think they've lost and regained Dismal. the titles twice. Um, who else? Uh, Asuka and Alexa Bliss? No. Caden Carter and Katana Chance? You know, K&K Dance Factory? No. Um, I mean, Sasha and Naomi could have and should have been, but they ran away um, <laughs> for whatever the reasons were or are. So yeah, I'm 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 with you on Toxic Attraction now. I, would they have made it without Mandy at the front of them? Um, yeah, maybe, sure. maybe if they had the right person. But I'm not sure who that right. They person did all right. Whoops, they did all right without her though. You could definitely say that. Yeah. I mean, that's Sonya Deville was not. I mean, it made sense once, but it, 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 the Sonya Deville isn't the same aura as Mandy. Like maybe if they like stuck like Carmella in there or 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 like you know. Uh, Scarlet or something, you know, you could, but I don't know, uh, whatever. Yeah, but I'm going to go with Toxic Attraction because I'm not going to try and say without the the person. And I mean, you don't say would the bloodline be great without Roman Reigns? It's not a conversation. The bloodline. I mean, you know, the they are, they are the Rick, the four horsemen had Ric Flair. Okay, there it is. Um, so yeah, I agree. Toxic Attraction. Two two for Toxic Attraction. All right, um, Chris. Uh Okay, I hope that I don't insult anybody when I say this, but I kind of feel like even creating this as a category is like asking me who the best 24-7 champion was this year because I do not fucking care, and I do not believe that either, that either company cares about their female tag team champions or divisions at all. So, I mean, you guys, you, you guys both pointed to NXT stars. To me, it's like, I don't know if that's... If that's the level of what WWE cares about their division, they don't care about that division. It's the same mm -hmm. thing with AEW. Well, There's nobody to point to. To me, it's just, I don't care. Well, the thing, Chris, about NXT, they've got literally a whole bunch of riches when it comes to the females in NXT. They've got so many good female wrestlers there, believe it or not, that it was hard not to go, say, with toxic attraction you know what i mean as your tag team of the year believe me they got a, what, what the amount of riches they got there character yeah on, in siren Night live where he goes two two girls for every guy we got bitches <laughs> oh man i forgot man i mean i i keep Shit. i keep wanting to say the ladies man you know the cavassier guy but that lionel but that's something different uh that was uh oh my god i can't remember his name at this point i, I feel like an idiot now but anyway um but that that's how i feel like nxt is it's uh, they've, got, they've got two 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 good females for every but that's a, they, they have like four good female wrestlers for every one male wrestler it's worth half a damn there true i agree well since chris you said that i'm sure you're probably going to say this again because next it is the trios of the year and um for me, even though they weren't around for long, but they automatically elevated the trios division once they were there and then they came back. It's got to be the elite for me, man. Only because they make that trios division feel important once they're around. No one else has been able to do that. Definitely not the death triangle. I said death triangle, not death triangle. Because seriously, I don't even know how they understand each other. I'm sure they don't. Just saying. I mean, 
are we going with trios and they they have to be competing in a trios or six? No, no, no. Because no, technically, you can say the new days, say for example, but even though they haven't been in trios for a while now. Yeah. Okay. Say the brawling well, brutes, for example. No, that, that that that's a good example. That that, that that's not a bad choice, but. I'm going to go with Sami Zayn and the Usos. Ah, true. Absolutely. You, that's a great one. I guess I'm being biased because the trios that I picked, you know, they've got something to go for. Unlike yeah. the WB guys, you know what I mean? So, but I that, you I could definitely. 100%. Right. Um, so I you mean, can definitely. But do, triangle because it's just weird. I mean, they're just a weird group. They don't make sense. I mean, they, they, it's they not have Phoenix. Not... It's Phoenix. <laughs> well, that, it's not that's death, the part that doesn't death. make sense. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and and I know that Roman plays a role, and Paul Heyman plays a role, and obviously Solo plays a bigger role in that Absolutely. supporting cast character. But the Jimmy and Jay and Sammy dynamic is art. And you can tell legitly them three love each other, man. Like, for real. Like, they're close. You you see it. Even, they're dogs. Yeah, they are dogs, literally. Even though they, you know, even when they do the, the handshake, their handshake, you can tell they do that. They've been doing that for years because it's just natural. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I, and I love that dynamic of them, too. And really, it's you're Bergen right. Jensen and Fallon Henley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. If they didn't split Lash Legend from Pretty Deadly, it would obviously be the three of them because they are Chef's Kiss. You could make an argument even for Pretty yeah. Deadly being tag team of the year in many ways, man. Because I think could, like, towards the end of the year they made a good run. You'd be a little retarded if you made that argument, but yeah, you could. But yeah, <laughs> but you could make an argument. Hey, I like him. I've always liked him too. But Chris, you would obviously have shared the room with Tyler Bate if, if, if that was your argument, but okay. Get the hell out of here. I don't want no mustache mountain. Anyway, Chris, who would be your trios of the year? Uh, yeah, for me, it's uh, I 100% agree with Jeff on this. Um, the Usos with Sami Zayn, they're not just an interesting trios who are going for championships or who you know made a division. Um, they're actually entertaining. Like these guys, sure. you actually want to watch. You want to see how it develops. They've been written well, and they're being performed well as characters. Um, it's just so much better than anything that is going on in the AEW trios division. And you said the elite make the division. No, they don't. They made. No, I mean, the, it the ma division made it so I, I that see. they could do something. They're awful. I meant uh, they made the division feel important again because before they, they got back, the, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It's like yeah. they put them, they put in the main event for this best of seven, which one of the matches and it felt added. automatically elevated for me. Those belts, even but, higher but than the tag belts time, in some ways. You have six title matches where the other trios teams are not in it, so it's like a two it's like a two team division there's no other trios teams to pay attention to well technically the house of black you know what? is the trios you know what i'm sorry i'm changing my pick the trios of the year the trios of the year is the pwc it's this trios uh -huh, right here ding, 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 ding. that's the trios of the year in wrestling i don't care what else happens this is the trios of the year i gladly accept my peony <laughs> i'm sure they would i'm so proud to share a peony with you guys <laughs> I mean, it ain't on, no Jeff. fun if the three of come us on, don't Jeff. get Everybody's... none. <laughs>
Anyway, right. I mean, everybody, everybody's happy to accept the peenies. Uh, Absolutely. I just love taking a, a peenie. I'm just going to pull a Jim Carrey right now, and I'm going to say thank you for this award. And there's there's someone really special I want to thank for making it possible for me to receive this award. And that person has been with me since the beginning, and they've been a huge part of my life, and they've helped me so much. And they're just so important to me, and I want to thank them. And that person is me, because without me, I wouldn't be as awesome as I am. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. There is no you beep, 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 you. <laughs> yeah. There's no you without you, Chris. It's true. It's very true. Absolutely. Hey, let's all give ourselves a Barry Horowitz pat on the back. How's that? Anyway, in the chat, we've got homeboys saying, if you can give out some awards. Are you alluding that you want to jump on the show, homeboy? No, 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 no. He can do it. <laughs> the award for the no, person on every PWC. Oh, look at him. Oh, I really suck that. Well, buying the ticket to go just outside of Cancun to the Mayan Riviera. He'd definitely, he'd definitely be the worker of the year, that's for sure. When it comes to podcasting, he also said the award for the guy that never returned phone calls. It's a tie. Jimmy T, Chris Amps. Oh man! Even the guy in the progressive commercial says nobody makes a phone call. A text will suffice. <laughs> Excuse me. Come on, homeboy, man. I do a lot of shows, bro. Damn, man. God damn it! Oh, it's hard, boy. bro. It's hard to find time. It's not you with him. <laughs> it is and me. I'm in Mexico, I mean... bro. You're supposed to be down here while I'm here, right? Like you're this where this is your people. I'm That's your his, people. his people. I know. You know? He's with your head, hermanos, bro. He's with your fucking, he's with your pinches. You know what I mean? All the pedos. <laughs> to, to add a little bit of spice to our little debate, the only other team I was considering for my trio award would have been Legado del Fantasma. <laughs> hey, fuck. Absolutely. See, I almost want to take it back now. I feel like Legado del Fantasma can't do anything no, wrong, no, no in my opinion. That. There's just... no Steve Harvey's here. No, that's all right. I'll stay out here. I'll stay yeah, no, with the elite. It's us. But it's us. No, yeah, we win. But that's we true. win. It's us. We're the winners, right? We get a peenie. I don't know where we get the peenie, but we get a peenie. Hey, look. No hey, less. look. If the elite, if the elite can literally book themselves to win the AEW trios championships, we're allowed to book ourselves to win <laughs> peenies. Come on. Fuck Come it. On, can man. we just say we win every fucking award? Like that's it. You know what I mean? Let's just take it home. Also, homeboy says the award for best vanilla midget is MJF. Really? Why vanilla midget? I mean, come on, dude. He's actually bulked up. Yeah, he's not vanilla. He's borderline. I know what he's saying. I know what he's saying. He's borderline vanilla midget. But no, he's borderline midget. Sure, but he's not. But not vanilla. The reason the the, the reason why vanilla was such a thing for for Kevin Nash is because he was talking about guys who did not legitimately have personality. Guys like Dean Malenko, an early Chris Benoit, etc. He did call CM Punk also a vanilla midget, but. Well, but I think that that was something that he sort of brought in after, you know, afterwards. But the original comment was about guys who legitimately don't have personality. MJF is not vanilla at all. He's great. Right. Like, Davey Richards is a vanilla midget. That's a vanilla midget. Gargano, who has some sort of... Oh, the biggest vanilla... vanilla... Fuck it. There's an impromptu awards show. Uh, Awards right now. 
Who's the biggest vanilla midget in all of wrestling? For me, Gargano, hands down. I'm going with Jungle Boy. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. Jeff? Uh, Chris? It's Jungle Boy. It's Jungle Boy for me. He has no personality. I still don't know what his point is. I still don't understand who he's supposed to be. Is he Jack Perry? Is he the son of, <laughs> of acting legend Luke Perry? Or is he or is he a man from the jungle? I don't understand. And why is he angry at the dinosaur man? What happened? That, that's been so long ago now, I don't even remember why they're feuding. And, and, and you are literally ruining a bunch of big men probably going to be five or six before you get through with this thing before Christian is healed to, to put a guy with no personality on it's only getting older so his boyish charm his, his attraction is just fading it's like he's already he's already wasted his best years so, yeah. I agree with you guys I fucking love this remix yeah well that's the next actual impromptu award who's the man's man of the year in pro wrestling the Jeff, man. you go first. The man's man. Could be a trick question. <laughs> a trick question. Yes. Who, who's the man's man? So you have to define what, what you think a man is. A man that, that fights every battle is a man that controls his environment. Gender fluid here at the PWC, Jeff. If I don't want to identify, I don't have to. Don't worry, it's not you. Um, <laughs> no, I know. Well, I could be the man's man. You, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Seinfeld. I'm better than Tam Ted Danson. You're worse. I'm much better than Ted Danson. You're much, much worse. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ, there's, there's four people who come to mind, but I, I mean, it could be a four way tie. No, you can't. I, you, ties are, are for lazy people who can't make decisions. And you know what? I just want to have variety, and that's also for lazy people who don't want to make decisions. Who controls his environment? The head of the table, the tribal chief, the Roman man. Roman Reigns is the man. I mean, he, he's, he's the legit pays his taxes, Tony Soprano. Fair call. There's not many men around in professional wrestling right now either. So it's hard to argue that uh, you can make the argument for Moxley too, though. He's a bit of a man's man. But does he keep his ship tight? He's, he's in a faction that doesn't act like a faction. They can't even get all four of them together at the same time. He's, he's true. bleeding all the goddamn time. That's true. Been the man made a automatic drop. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, it's definitely Roman Reigns. It has to be. This guy's already cleaning up, it feels like. Chris, who's a real man's man in professional wrestling? It's pretty hard. There's not many. It's, it's easy, man. It, every time this song plays, I'm... I, one person comes to mind and it's old crotch flap himself this goes to <laughs> Nyla Rose uh, for me the man's man the year. you admire the manly way uh, that uh, she ran away with the TBS title yeah oh. that's great and Very stole the car and, no, and got there were no charges dropped on her him her. none whatsoever yeah. and also AEW actively assisted her him him her them in stealing the championship by uh, keeping the rightful champion from taking the championship belt back from the obvious thief of the championship belt so they wouldn't even give him a, a replacement belt or allow it to, to, to get a police report on the car so yeah oh, only a real man could pull that off <laughs> It's a true true villain. Okay. There you go. Jimmy, wake up. Wake up. Oh, oh excuse me. No. Whew. 
Oh, smoky around here. Macaulay. We're in the middle of the show. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I heard what you guys were saying. Does anyone smell but, skunk? Yeah, can you smell it? It's, it's that El Skunky. I'm, you're on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, as I go through those clouds and I come right back out of it, let's uh, move on to the next subject. Yeah. Uh, did I give my man's man award? I, I actually you, didn't. I think, I think you said Roman. Roman. Oh, yeah, Roman. Roman, you're right. That's right. It was Roman. Anyway, what should we do next? That was our Improv 2 Awards that just came up out of nowhere. But I think next, Stable of the Year. And for me, again, they're cleaning up all the awards here at the Peenies. It's definitely the bloodline. Jeff? Yeah. Two. Is that is it a trifecta, Holmes? Orale. Yeah. We got three again. The trifecta. Well, that's stable. What about female stable of the year? Toxic if, attraction. Yeah, I agree. Toxic attraction for me. Chris? I'm going to go with I, whatever they call the thing that uh, Britt Baker is in charge of. What are they called, actually? The dental office? I really don't know. It's, <laughs> that's a good question. I never thought of that, man. They don't actually have a name. You know practice. what? The practice. That's a good one. should be called the practice. But you know what? You could go there, and really they probably deserve to win that because they've been together for a long time, and they do all gel together one way or the other. I just don't know what the fuck is going on with the three of them anymore. Yeah, and Hater's been able to elevate herself into at least semi-main event status. I think she's won that belt and got de-elevated quick and fast. Put it that way. Yeah, I think she went into the elevator and the cable got cut. <laughs> yeah, she's been stuck in the elevator with that championship now for only a couple of weeks, and it's already sinking. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. I feel very comfortable with my pick of Toxic Attraction. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that too, man. Only because they were I mean, the only end. the baddies would would. would even... oh, yeah, they messed up towards the end, but oh, they it's become terrible a cluster. things now. But uh, it's, it's, it's all yeah. baddie segments now, literally. Right. Well, that's the stables. Um, that was pretty quick because that's pretty easy. Uh, what should we go next, Jeff? What do you think? You can pick the subject next. Okay. And then Chris How about we go with the uh, indie wrestlers of the year? Indie. Uh, all right. You go first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, and, and listen, I, I know that he. But when you yeah. say indie, you got to specify. Does that include, say, Moxley wrestling in GCW? shit like that or I they're mean, not part it, of that because technically they're not it, really indie it could if you wanted to, but you'd have to take out everything you did in AEW um, so you could so basically but, just making out with some dude yeah uh, um, yeah I forgot about that thanks for reminding me I mean indie <laughs> I, you know I would say that would be your local indies your your minor majors it would include your NWAs your GCWs your um, but are yeah. they? I know they're perceived as, as indie for us, but is NWA putting out that they're indie? I don't think so. Well, they're independently owned by one guy. What's more indie True. than that? I guess. But... I mean, I mean, even MLW has an ownership group of seven people. I mean, there's, there's I mean, listen, if, if you don't have a network television contract, you're you're probably an indie. I mean, so that means MLW then is not an indie. It is. They be on being sports, aren't they? That is not a network. That that that's streaming. That's Everyone's not. on streaming services. 
I've got it on my actual cable um, box. Yeah, but I, you live in Antarctica. It doesn't count. <laughs> That's funny because it doesn't feel like I live in Antarctica. If you know it, what I mean. This is this is this. this is <laughs> if they're not in one of the top five, if they're not in one of the top five promotions, they count as indie. Let's just go on with the show. I know. Why are we arguing about the promotions? We said indie wrestler of the year here. Anyway. Well, you're but, the one uh, who asked. <laughs> you said, well, how you define it indie? I'm the, well, listen, you, you can all have your own definition of what's indie in your head. And if, it, <laughs> if someone picks something that's ridiculous, we'll, we'll challenge it. I'm going to uh, go with uh, Alexander Hammerstone. I would have gone with Cardona, except he was out for like four months or five months. Yeah, but see, for me, it would have to, I hate Cardona. But when you think about it, he's made the most noise on the independent circuit this year, in my opinion. And then... And I hate this guy. You can make the argument with Effie even for 2022. And also Nick Gage. Yeah, Nick well. Nick Gage is so done. Nick Gage was. Murder, was, kill, fucking that, whatever they are. That was two years ago. But you, okay, make your argument. I'm, I'm going with Hammerstone. He has, he's the MOW champion. He has been for basically the entire year. And he, he has some other championships and in other indies as well. And, you know, but he's, he's getting those, no. Uh, but huh? the thing about um, Hammerstone, he's getting no... Like, no one's talking about him anymore. Like, he's so, like, three years ago now, pretty much. Which is a shame, because he's think, great. I think indie wrestling is so three years ago. That's true, too. It's actually gone backwards. That's true. It fucking has. And it's a shame, because there was a period where it started blowing up, and then it just hit on... It went down on their ass. So, yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to go with um, Matt Cardona, man can't argue it regardless if he was out or not including his fucking girl Chelsea Green Chris alright I'm gonna go uh, a lot deeper with this one than either of you guys went um, someone who's truly an independent wrestler um, also, I've got a feeling I know who you're gonna say now for some reason also, yeah, go continue. also friend of the channel um, I knew it and I know I'm, I, knew I know it. I'm gonna get accused of homering on this one it's I knew it. for me I knew it damn um, it I, I, I love watching GGP stuff, man. He posts stuff on his Facebook about him main eventing, and you'll see him wrestle for 20 minutes, and you'll see him do things where you go, fuck, that's clever. Like, why isn't somebody on TV doing just that? When he does get a shot at the big leagues, he always performs well. Um, he does. You can, say, you can say whatever you want about him laying down on AEW, and he does, and that's his job, and that's what he's being paid to. Hey, but he every gets his shooting, though. Every match, man, he really does. He doesn't get jumped out. Every single time he shows up, he's fun. He does something during those matches that makes me go, I'm proud of this guy. I'm proud I know him. Um, yeah, for me, the independent Fuck wrestler of the year is GGP. He's been great. He's had a really great year, and he's truly independent. He's not collecting a, a paycheck from a company that you know is going to be in pwi next you know next issue he has been as a matter of fact right but he's actually been in the top 500 before twice and has been as high as in the top 200 which you say that's no fucking easy feat either you know what i mean he's a great wrestler he's independent for me he's my independent wrestling dude and if I said it because of my heritage, <laughs> I would get a lot of slack. So thank you for actually saying it, Chris. But uh, yeah, look, GGP, and then this is the honest truth. I'm not being biased, right? And I'm looking at you, Jeff, especially. GGP has literally wrestled the who's who of professional wrestling, especially in today's 
like climb he's visited everyone from like Samoa Joe to Adam Cole to MJF he had a feud with MJF to damn, man everyone like to he's on AEW twice recently he was also in on AEW in the, like a year ago too he's been getting some shots but he's truly the best non-signed independent talent dude he wins titles everywhere he deserves a shot I know his gimmick is probably very, too Greek for for a lot of other promotions maybe liking if you know what I mean but in saying that hey William Regal was supposed to sign him for WB that's that's a quote and that's when we did that interview remember Chris with GGP and speaking of him we're due to do another interview with him he wants to come back on the PWC it's been two years man maybe three years this was our second show I believe Chris when we interviewed him it but was yeah, my first oh yeah it was that was your debut that was my second that's true wow that was a long time ago now but it felt like yesterday boy has things changed since then but uh yeah no ggp can definitely make that argument for sure man shout out to ggp well i i don't mean any disrespect to ggp but if it wasn't for the two of you guys i wouldn't know who he was and he's well it. known on the northeast dude like around the well, northeast. I, I live basically in the northeast so i know don't, you do. don't, don't tell true. me what well known is i know what well known means and you're wrong i mean like Flip Gordon might be well-known. Effie is well-known. Joey Janela is well-known. I'm not saying he's a great talent. So no, I'm not saying better. Davey Richards is, is more known. Shane Taylor is probably more well-known. I mean, there, there's... there's. I'm just saying that I don't think that there's like a... But, that doesn't mean he won't get signed. It doesn't mean he won't leapfrog people. But when you have like these internet arguments as to who's who's the next guy that somebody should sign, who's 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 the next star, and you just with with random people, I don't know that this name would come up. Yes, I don't think he's that well known. I think people say somebody's got to sign Shane Taylor. Somebody's going to sign uh, the Leo Rush is still out there. What a he's a star. Everyone's one. I mean, those are the names that are going to come up. I mean, oh, people always say Jacob Fatu. I mean, just because he had a criminal charge or whatever. I would say that easily all the time, really, but he's just gone totally flat. Uh, well, like I but said, most well-known is not the same thing as best, and this is, you know, the category is the best independent wrestler of the year. So, to me, he is that. He's what, like, he is the uh, real definition. He was like, even on the movie The Wrestler, well, okay, I, as a matter of fact. Actually, and, the okay, best listen, independent just, wrestler like, is probably Davey Richards because he's – one of the best wrestlers, period. But I mean, he's boring as shit. But he's a great wrestler. He anyway, can't it doesn't cut a promo. He can't cut a promo, and every yeah. and every match he does essentially the same thing. I'm telling you, GGP is actually a hugely talented performer. Like on the mic, in the ring, he is the real deal. Someone really should have signed him 15 years ago. But like here he is, still doing his thing and still being brilliant every single time. To me, it's like it's like. Um, no, he's not well known. No, he's probably not the next guy who's going to get signed. But if you ask me who the best musician is, I'm not going to say it's Beyonce just because she's the most well known. To me, there are much more talented people in music who are less well known. And that's that's my answer for my own personal answer of who the best independent wrestler of the year is. And I mean, people people know me, right? I've been on the PwC for we've been doing this for what three years now, Jimmy. Three years, dude. Can you believe that? I, I don't homer years. anything. I don't homer anything. GGP is that good. No, he is, man. And I'm glad he's saying it, not me, because 
he's not Greek and I am and I'll, I'll get a lot of slack if I actually bring him up in that way right but I'm not trying to be biased yeah sure we know him we consider him a friend he's a friend of the network as well but he really is that good if you watch his stuff he's brilliant he's we have other brilliant. friends in the wrestling business who I would right. never bring up for this to me he really is that good like no, he is I, good enough to be like honestly I really feel like someone's missing out not having GGP as a, a starring act in their mid-range of like in that mid-range title picture GGP holding down the fort in an intercontinental championship division is is golden to me I don't to me somebody's missing the mark not having him there I agree. It's not, and he's worked in WWE. He's had dark matches in WWE. He's had dark matches in AEW. He's been on television in AEW too. I just hope someone, yeah, gives him that. Let him have that run. Uh, Todd Brantley in the chat says, "Just kidding. I like Hammerstone, but I think Papa Don is a great choice." I mean, see, I mean, a lot of people do know him though too, Jeff. So I, I don't know, man. But like, if you look, a lot of people him, who are huge fans of wrestling, like Todd you know knows him but not everybody's gonna be that jeff's like jeff's argument is not incorrect no 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 absolutely you're right you're spot on you're spot on dude like you're right he's right i'm not trying to be biased either it's it's true there's a you have a different matrix for what merits that award than i do that's all yeah no that's fair enough and that's why i went with cardona only because he made a lot of noise you know what I mean? You, you were hearing stuff. So, And Todd also says in the chat, another GGP interview, sign me up. No doubt, man. No doubt. Anyway, that was a good little argument. Like, you know, that was actually great. Um, let's, let's do some of the bad ones. Let's let's do worst title run of the year. Do you want to divide man. it up male and female or just overall? I think you can do both on this one. Okay. All right. Worst title run, male. Uh, for me, uh, it's got to be uh, what's it called CM Punk, man. I hate to say it. Which Every one? time he gets the belt, yeah, both. They'll both shit house. Second he wins it, he's done. Wins it again, done. He's working with children, guys. It is what it is. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to say CM Punk. It was the so what if he was supposed to be the savior of the of the masses, the voice of the voiceless. But I hate to say it, he absolutely got overhyped and choked. I don't care if he got injured. He bl- oh, he should blame himself for getting injured in the first place. So what it's on him, in my opinion. Chris? Um, was Adam Page's title run this year or last year? This year. La- was it this year? That's my pick. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. He didn't just not elevate himself. He brought himself down as the champion. Um, and he brought the championship down with him. That title felt less important. He felt less important. He got worse as it went on. Worst title reign of the year, Adam Page. There you go. I would agree if it wasn't for the same punk always having to relinquish the title after one day. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I had three choices and you guys named two of them. And the other one I, I was uh, struggling with is Wardlow's TNT title run. And Thunder Uh, Rose is another argument, too. Well, Thunder Rose will have to check in the women's category. Yep, yep, yep. Um, So, would not be factored in the worst male title run. Um, uh, 
you know, I guess somebody out there is going to say, what about the Miz? I, I, his run wasn't supposed to be a real run. It was supposed to be short. Um, I'm going to go with you, Jimmy. I mean, CM Punk won the t- title twice and held the title for a total t- a period of huh. about four and a half days uh, between the times that they figured out that his injuries were going to keep him out for a while. Uh, and in that time, we had two interim championships, um, oh. you know, or one interim championship and then a stripping and a and and the title and the interim mess and the perpetuation of the entire interim thing and you know scrum grit gate and and you know uh, so yeah i mean he he, he had two title runs the, the the aggregate of less than actual weeks time of actually being the champion so i i you can't get worse than that but i hear every word chris said about absolutely and and i agree it takes something truly monumental to do worse and somebody who had so much heat behind them and actually took himself back down to the dark order low card for as bad as wardlow's has has been people still want to get behind him and 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 you know people still i think sort of want to get behind him it's um, they, they've got to be very careful now though jeff because it's getting to the point where i think the fans are starting to Dolph, look at him like Dolph ziggler man which is a bad thing and you don't uh, want that I, type of thing i, I there's there's something to that we talked about this yesterday not 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 24 hours ago we talked about and we talked about it at the time in real time the day it happened that when you teamed them up with with samoa joe that was a, a trap right then from the start right and then it's true, of course, and it it played out exactly as we said or even worse <laughs> but i'm gonna go That's with it. cm punk for the reasons stated todd says in the chat Nope, worst male title run for me was Hangman Page. That's yeah. fair enough. It's if CM Punk didn't have to relinquish his titles, I would have said Hangman Page hands down as well. Well, but, I have a good idea. Todd and Homeboy should meet, and they should have a podcast, and then they should do their own peenies. <laughs> <laughs> they can call them the Toddies. <laughs> the to- hey, the Toddies, I like it. Or or the homies, <laughs> the homeboys. Well, those two, yeah, those, two can, those two can work it out. Well, Homeboy actually said also in the chat that the award for best beard is Kevin Panetta. Hey, uh, then he's go yeah. fuck yourself. I mean, <laughs> boy, 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 you're disrespecting three beards right here. Yeah, yeah. So I will admit that mine was the worst. <laughs> no, nah, yours is pretty uh, fa- <laughs> fancy, like very nice and trimmed, perfect. Mine's the messiest. It has to be because if it doesn't, it sort of like goes down and back around. It's terrible. Why? So you can get the it's mustache like, going like that sort of thing. The mustache might, but the problem is the beard would act. I, you know how like Robert Goulet like has a pompadour. Yeah. My beard would become a beardador. <laughs> That's funny. It wouldn't you grow know down like you see how yours and Chris's grow down. Mine would just grow down yeah. a little bit and then start to go upwards, and it it, it would it would be it's terrible. Trust, just try, believe me. I wish it, I wish there was. I mean, yes, I could put beard oil in it and stuff. I, I I'm if not you trim it though a certain way. If you trim it yeah, a certain way, know. like you can get it sort of going this way, if you know what I mean. But anyway, well, no, it's not the beard show. It won't grow that way. It'll grow back up and in. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway, let's get away from beards. Um, did, Chris, I know you don't probably know what the categories are, but if you can think one straight off your head, go for it. Well, Otherwise, just I'll just we, get... We were doing worse oh, the female. We do female, worst female. Female, female. Well, for me, hands down, it's Thunder Rosa. There's no arguing that for me. Okay, and I wasn't sure whether to put this in male or female, but I'm going to go with Nyla Rose. 
um, because he, she was not actually the champion, but was carrying around a championship. Um, it was, and they did book it as champion versus champion, bro. Right. Never won the championship, but was booked as the champion. This is almost not even so much a bad title run as much as it is just really, really stupid creative, but you're getting my award anyway. 100%. Here's my problem. Um, And that is that Thunder's Rose's title run was terrible. As soon as she got it, it was dead. So then they they put it on. That's where the curse started. Then, then, then she got hurt, and then they, then Tony Storm became interim, and people were allegedly behind her. As soon as she got it, it was dead. Then people were behind Jamie Hader, and then they waited three or four weeks, uh, be- uh, you know, and Jamie Hader sort of cooled off. They gave her the title. People got behind her, and now it's dead. It feels like she's carrying the title for Britt Baker. So, who do I pick that's worse there? None of them. I'm going to go with Liv Morgan. Because I was going to say that she was because because her close second for was me. terrible, but it was not. You know, it was shrouded. It, she won it in a stupid controversy that never really even played into a story afterwards. It sort of happened. It was it was forgotten. They even sort of used it in another storyline, which they forgot. Um, and it was just never believable. And then she was doing this whole broken thing where it looked like she was going to turn heel, and that didn't happen. Uh, you know anyway her her title one was short brutish <laughs> whatever that hobbesian quote is it fits for this uh it was it was just sad it was an experiment it was giving into the iwc and and she never felt like a champion never felt real so i'm gonna go with that because i think it would be a three-way tie for worst title run for a aw so 100 man I was going to say Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan does deserve that slot too, man. I, I totally agree. Um, but yeah, that, that's the female side of things. Um, what do we got next, Jeff? Where should we go next? Uh, let's do worst push. Worst push. Okay, you go so first. For this, you have to sort of, I mean, again, this is your own definition of what's a push. So for there to be a push, I, I think that the, the company has to put a lot of investment behind someone. It's not someone that they didn't push. It's someone that they actually have pushed, and you're just like, you still just don't care. Um, yeah. You know, it's just not working, or it's actually backfired. Um, so for me, it's Wardlow. Ever ever since he got the title, it's, it's you know, MJF did his promo the day after. He was doing a walkout, and for whatever reason, Tony Khan put him on there I guess to make it seem like a work shoot when it was a shoot or whatever it was but whatever it is he completely overshadowed Wardlow's ascension that should have been his sell- his coming out party instead they buried it and then they did that stupid Mark Sterling thing with the 20 security yeah. guards which had no rules was stupid some of the guards uh, eliminated themselves and I'm pretty sure there weren't 20 of them um, you know the, the announcers lost count they didn't know the rules I mean the he was eliminating people who never got into the ring it was just terrible and then he's got these stupid matches and then they immediately put him into a tag team with a guy who's more over than him who's a legend that he could never he he, you know it it, it could never go well and I mean I mean we just talked about five minutes ago so I need to say it again so I'm gonna go with Wardlow I mean it's not over for him yet but it's sort of feeling like it's over it's like it's feeling like it could be he's at a crossroads and With a, in a place where they have 277 guys and they just had someone named Action Andretti beat Chris right. Jericho. 
Um, and clearly their investment is usually only in small guys. Uh, or if you're a Ring of Honor champion that's over 42, um, <laughs> then, you know, so worst push, Wardlow, I, you know, I've come at me, bros. Yeah, I agree, man. Wardlow, 100%. It's hard to argue that. Chris? Um, I'm going to go with Jungle Boy because he went from me being tacitly interested in what Jungle Boy was going to do next to straight up X-Pac heat from me. I don't want to see this guy on my TV. I'm not interested in what he's doing. I actively want to change the channel because it's just the same fucking story over and over. And it seems like it's been all year and it has no foreseeable end to it. It just keeps going and going and going. It, it's it's become to me the joke of AEW doesn't do long-term storytelling. They just do long. Yeah, and long for nothing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah now, Jungle Boy, though, the thing is, the, the only reason why I'll disagree with that is only because the fans still cheer the freaking kid. You know what I mean? Like, call it his song, whatever the case and to be fair to Jungle Boy, because of due to unforeseen circumstances like Christian getting injured and whatnot, I think it's changed a bit of the landscape with his feuds and whatnot until it is better. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of Jungle Boy either, so I can see where you're coming from. But he's been getting a lot of attention on television though. So that's why I kind of disagree. Jeff, anything to say? No, I, I picked Wardlow, but I can totally understand why he's picking Jungle Boy. I just feel like Jungle Boy is still sort of in the same spot where I think Wardlow has gone where he could have been at the top. Right, he hasn't uh, gone higher or lower Jungle Boy. He's kind of just there still. Yeah, I feel like he's like he's like the face version of Sammy Guevara. Like his status hasn't changed. Um, but Wardlow, True. I think, is... Like he could have been... Uh, like when he won the TNT title, he could have been like, I'm coming after the world title. Instead, he started with his idiotic promo about... I want to wrestle the best and the best is CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> he's a right dumb, from there, he's a it's dumb fucking idiot. It's like, it's like you put Diesel into his unleaded. <laughs> it's, all, it's just sad doing that. Mm. Yeah, no. I, yeah. Wardlow's been the biggest disappointment, period. It's just... He was meant to be something more. He was meant to be the man. Instead, he's... Wardlow's world yeah. and they shit enough whatever he does it's fucking ridiculous just quietly there anyway. are just too many people in the world who watch MMA to get away with doing that kind of shit it's not like we it's know shot, dude it looks so it. stupid it looks soft it's pathetic mm -hmm. like it just doesn't look like it even it's, it doesn't look brutal at all it looks brutal but like not in the way that he wants it to it's like brutal well, to me, it's more like brittle. <laughs> Just saying. You know what I mean? Wallow, get your shit together, son. Do something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, guys, um, where are we next? What should we go for next? Why don't What's we do... Uh, I Sorry. was going to say, why don't we do promo of the year, but why don't we do match okay. first, and then we'll do promo. Match of the year? Oh, that's easy for me. I'm going to have to go Cody and Seth when he's come back, man. Only because of the whole build-up and the match didn't disappoint. Like, not only did the build, the hype, live up to the... The match lived up to the hype also. It was intriguing. It was one of those matches that everybody was glued to. 
it didn't have to be the best match in terms of in-ring, right? But it's still, it's up there. But just for the whole drama and the anticipation, it's got to be Cody and Seth for me. Well, you're talking about the Hell in the Cell match? No, no, no. The first one when he first came to WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, you're talking about. Right. Yes, yes. Interesting. Only because of the implications. And it's easy to forget about that match because of Cody not being around. Yeah. Um, I don't think it is, it is easy because I'm not even sure if that's the best match of the year between Cody and Seth. I will say I think Cody-Seth has been the best trilogy of the year. I mean, first of all, 3-0, and that's unheard of. And that, yeah. and that was during the Vince era. I mean, you know, my other tag team partner, Steve Pena, is, is a Vince mark, and he's like, Vince makes people do penance, and he's going to make po- Cody suffer. And I'm like, no, Steve, you don't understand the times. It's not like he acquired WCW and is trying to embarrass them. He plucked the, the, the crown jewel from his competition. He's going to make him look like a star. And, and so I was right, so this was especially... So, I mean, if I was going to pick one of the Cody matches, I think I would do the one at Hell in the Cell where his freaking arm was falling off because his chest wasn't attacked. Absolutely, you could. I mean, Absolutely. You that, can. That but but the spectacle of WrestleMania and the build to Cody jumping to WWE is the only reason why I'll put that ahead of that. But in terms of story and drama, definitely the Hell in the Cell match was better. I, I, want, I know this is lazy, but I want to give a couple of honorable, honorable mentions. First of oh, all, definitely. I think that I think that Hangman Page actually had a, a bunch of a hell of a couple of good matches with Brian Danielson. Just the first one made no sense as his first title defense being a time limit draw. That 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 didn't help him at all. That so killed like, him to me. It killed him, but killed it was a great match that killed him. And so I'm I there are probably matches in the vacuum that were terrific, but I'm not going to put them. I mean, Takeshita had some great matches. Uh, you know, but I'm not going to put him in there because none of them mattered. Moxley had some good matches, but I don't think I, you know, the, the the three that came down to me was the Cody Hell in the Cell, Gunter Sheamus, um, and frankly the the Briscoes FTR, the recent one at Final Battle, and and that was just freaking crazy, and I really wanted to pick the Cody Hell in the Cell one for the re- for all of the reasons. Plus, I was right. Uh, but by the third one, I mean, you sort of knew what was happening. Well, Steve did, but everyone else did. Um, I'm going FTR Briscoe. That was a spectacle. I mean, and and it almost made a show that had no pay-per-view worthy matches out of, out of the other nine or ten matches. It, I don't feel bad paying the $40 because I saw that match live. And I don't know. I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, and I know there were other good matches. That I know that the the Bucks and FDR had a good match. I know I know that the, the acclaimed and Swerve in Our Glory had a had a great match. And uh, you know they, they were actually they had a couple of uh, good matches. The, the acclaimed and FDR recently had a good match. But um, yeah, FTR Briscoes was just a freaking war. It felt like a 1983. Like I could have gone to the Omni in Atlanta, and that could have been mm-hmm. right before Wahoo McDaniel and Nikita Koloff for the uh, North American Championship. I mean, you know, when a you know a Buzz Sawyer and Junkyard Dog like shredding each other the cheese, and then you could have had FTR and the Briscoes go on right after that, and it would have it would have felt perfect. And so, yeah, that's that's mine. I love that match. Fair enough, but look, 
I don't know if you want to call it long-term storytelling because really there was nothing going on between the four of them building up to any of their matches really right except for little Twitter spat right so that's what puts me off saying the Briscoes and uh, and the last match yeah at Ring of Honor it was it was nuts it was crazy Wasn't, but like I said it was a bit excessive too that doesn't exist and you're you're right uh, <laughs> yeah I know it's weird man it's actually weird but uh yeah see and that's another issue because of their setting it just didn't feel the same in terms of spectacle and it was just a bloodbath and you're right it was a throwback to the to the early 80s nwa style of feuds you know what i mean like bleeding like a stock pig yeah i mean yeah it's true it's true um but he he can't play it obviously but um what's worse it reminded me of like greg the hammer valentine versus roddy piper starcade 83 except in a tag match Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean so that's what that reminds me of but anyway, like I said, I'm going to stick with Cody and uh, Seth. But um, Todd Brantley says in the chat that uh, as far as worst title run, Real Yuta was a good one, actually. <laughs> we should, we, that's true, 100%. You could easily go with Real Yuta. Which one? The one now or the first one? <laughs> it, it, either yes. one. The only problem, though, is that Real Yuta is not Wardlow. And hence why we went with Wardlow, because he was meant to be the next big thing literally and they fucked it like totally you, fucked it you could say jonathan gresham <laughs> oh <laughs> fuck gresham anyway he just signed with impact apparently um todd also says if the briefs goes any of them the oh, last wait. one was the best can, we, one, can we talk about that i mean crystal hasn't made his pick but but i from his reaction i think he's gonna pick i think i know his pick but Gresham, remember he asked for his release and it was denied. Do you think his, he was just on like a like a six month or seven month contract or something? It just expired. So then did, he, they, did he did he ever get the all elite graphic? I don't remember him getting that. They, they said I think he was signed to Ring of Honor. Is, is what? Yeah, they, but still under AEW contract. You know what I mean? But they don't they don't give the graphic for their Ring of Honor. <laughs> well, I can't wait till they start having those graphics. It'll be funny, Chris. Who's your pick, my man? Okay, so because Jeff picked FTR versus the Briscoes, which was the only other one that was on my mind, I am going to go far out in left field for what people are expecting out of me, and I will say that Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kazuchika Okada is my match of the year. Um, wow. They put on an absolute clinic of technical wrestling against one another that made perfect sense for their body types, for their styles. I got to admit, I watched that match because um, somebody sent it to me, and I thought to myself, I'm not going to like this fucking wasn't match. A Jago, wasn't it wasn't a Jago telling you to watch it, if I remember? It, it wasn't Jargo. It was... Uh, well, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Anyway, but okay. um, I, I honestly started watching that match and thought, I'm not going to want to watch this. I fucking hate Japanese wrestling usually. And this, look at this skinny fucking guy. What, like, why the fuck would I want to watch this match? <laughs> it made he perfect you, sense. It made perfect sense for their body types, for their styles. It was one of those matches where you watched and just watching them physically, I didn't even have to know the backstory. To me, it was almost perfectly done within the ring. I loved that match. So the only other one that was in my mind was FTR versus the Briscoes. And I, I just... That match is so fucking good. Honestly, anybody go see that match if you haven't already. 
but they deserved a bigger stage too. Like that should have they been did. on a big really pay-per-view because man, what a match. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Kazuchika Okada and ZSJ in Zack Sabre Jr. Because you'd probably like this, Chris. I'm furious. Brian Danielson, you cheeky bastard. Huh? That was not technical wrestling. I did not sign up for that. I was coming for you, Brian, because we were going to find out who the best technical wrestler in the world is. You didn't bloody show up, did you? And surprises. I bloody hate surprises. Sodding Claudio. Did he not get the memo? That was supposed to be a technical wrestling match. Where was the technique, you Swiss bastard? Three years ago, I said that giving a technical wrestling match to an American audience was like reading Shakespeare to a dog. Well, I've updated it. It's like asking a dead dog to decipher whether a Monet is a fraudulent or not. That was not a technical wrestling match. I am still the best technical wrestler in the world. Huh? But next time, any of you soddy yanks, huh? Wanna put the test to me? You can get your ass to Japan, you can get your ass to the UK, because I'm not coming back to America. I love that promo, man. He's <laughs> so good. Anyway, um, let's move on to the next category. But before we do, Todd says, um, I don't think Gresham was ever signed to AEW, which is why he was able to sign with Impact true no no no, no. He, he he requested his release his release request was denied uh homeboy says also hey guys what professional wrestler had the best podcast this year for me easily kevin nash hands down Click i don't this. listen i don't listen to any professional wrestlers podcasts well like i say kevin nash it's it's easily kevin nash for me man like yeah and like you just said as well yeah i agree click this um, there's only one I mean, J- Jamie the Vet Williams, he was a professional wrestler. Oh, well, true. I'll, true. I'll go with him. <laughs> Smart ass. Yeah, ben Hameen. I, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Oh, yeah. That's true. A- Yalla. Hey, I made some He's crazy remixes of his song, so. man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, he, Ben's the best, man. But yeah, I actually remixed a few of his songs. I started laughing, man, because they're pretty good. Like, you'll laugh if I showed you Chris in particular. But anyway. Um, Takbir. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Anyway, yeah. Hello, Akbar. Um, let's go to the next category because I think we should go for the best feud gone bad. And I think for me, it is Warlow MJF. Ooh. Has to I, be. I, that's a good. That's that's a good one. Uh, I, I think the feud itself, though, went fine. It's just the aftermath. That's but, why uh, it was the best feud gone bad. No, no. I, it was good. It fucking ended like shit, Jeff. I get it. Listen, I have to go with... I've been complaining about this all year long. Uh, I mean, only... There are two that come to strong mind for me uh, as a feud gone bad, and that would be... Christian and Jungle Boy, which I, I think is That's obvious in a lot of ways. Um, but for the opposite reason, I mean, the one with Christian and Jungle Boy is because Christian got hurt and they're still trying to, to you know, I mean, they're finally trying to come up with a giant killer thing or whatever to make things linger a little bit. But, you know, the, the heat's gone from it, whatever. Um, but for me, for the opposite is overexposure. It never ends. 
that's the fucking JS versus the BCC, <laughs> which had which started good. It made some sense. They had three killer like gimmick matches. Each of one of them should have ended the feud. None ended the feud, which is were things to complain about at the time. But all of the matches were fun. So at the end, you couldn't really complain too much. But it didn't end after that. And those occurred last spring. And it's now winter. And we just saw John Moxley against Sammy Guevara. And again. Again. And put Sammy Guevara to sleep again. But Sammy Guevara bit his ear off or is the earring out of his ear. So this can't. And Daniel Garcia is still sort of shaking his head. So I have no reason to believe that it's over yet. So I'm going to go with BCC versus JS. Started out okay. I mean, listen, there were bumps in the road. Literally one to Brian's head, which brought uh, Claudio in. Which you know, uh, you know, you can you can say that was a, a pretty good substitution, and you know, good for him, I suppose. You know, you can't say his 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 run's been bad. He's had two title reigns. You know, there for a brand that doesn't really matter. But uh, but nevertheless, he can now say I'm a two time world champion. He couldn't he couldn't say that eight months ago. Um, but this feud, JAS, Jericho Appreciation Society versus the Blackpool Combat Club, which is still calling themselves the Blackpool Combat Club, and the guy from Blackpool isn't even there anymore. For life, <laughs> right. Jeff. Exactly. For life. So that's mine. Well, that's a good one, though. Um, Chris, what's yours, man? Uh, well, Jeff alluded to it already, but it's Jungle Boy versus Christian. And the reason for it is because I have a song to describe this uh, this um, this feud. This is the feud that never oh, no. ends. Yes, Not it fucking goes lamb on chops. and on, my friends. Fucking lamb Some chops, man. started booking it, not knowing <laughs> oh, what it was. No. And they'll continue booking uh, it forever. Just because this is the feud is that, that never always. ends. Et cetera, et cetera. Jimmy, friends. shut up. He's singing. So oh, was I, damn it. His singing oh, is better. I like <laughs> lamb chops. <laughs> I used to uh, like lamb chops. I think honestly, Not really. at this point, at this point, if you gave me the option of seeing another segment of Jungle Boy and Christian, or watching an episode of Lamb Chops, show me lamb chops. <laughs> lamb chops, though, man. Like fucking hell, I haven't thought of lamb chops for a long, long fucking time, man. And just looking at lamb chops makes me laugh, dude. <laughs> fucking seriously. <laughs> All right, show uh, of the year. Show of the year? Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to have to say SmackDown. Straight up. But Dynamite is starting to make a little comeback right now, but too little too late for me. Oh, I, I completely misunderstood this category. I, I thought you meant like PLE pay-per-view. You said hmm. show of the year, so... You didn't say PLE of the year. Hey, let's let's but let's hear it, Jeff. Let's let's go with your pay per view of the year. What was it? I mean, this is going to sound trite and and a little bit lame, but WrestleMania. Pay per view of the year, WrestleMania. Hmm. I'll say SummerSlam for me. I loved SummerSlam. Absolutely loved it. Chris. Um, so I can answer both of these questions. So show of the year in terms of what weekly show. It was definitely SmackDown. Everything to do with the Bloodline was great. It was fantastic. They've been running away with the awards for a reason, and that's where that's where they've been performing. Um, 
And as far as pay-per-view, I'm actually going to agree with Jeff. I thought WrestleMania was great this year. Now, and AEW as... hasn't done anything to really blow me away with a show yet this year. They have here and there, but I think WWE has really hit it out the park this year with the PLEs, man. You can make the argument with a few of them, too. That's the thing. The, AEW's have some good shows, but in all their shows, they have five too many matches that don't need to be there. Now, I know it's crazy to say that when I just picked a show that's actually two nights long and they're both six or seven hours long but that's wrestlemania it's supposed to be there it's a it, it's like a five-day event you know that going in you just get a regular one-time pay-per-view you want three and a half hours you don't want five and a half hours yeah that's yep. true so and then um, they're, they're the kings this year of the five-hour shows now you guys it never ends guys jeff with, in aw you, you interpreted show of the year as being the show like the tv show during the course of the year and listen, SmackDown has been great at some point, but I remember doing a lot of Smack Talks with you where I was playing the Benny Hill music in the background. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Stuff was so terrible. And <laughs> we It wasn't all wine and roses. Um, and this wasn't all wine and roses either, but the only show that I've consistently enjoyed watching all year long, and it's easy to digest, it's easy to follow, and I get what they're trying to do. So even when there's a foul, I, I understand it because I know what they're trying to do. I'm going to go with NXT. It's just an easy, simple show to watch. It's fun to watch. The wrestling isn't always great. The characters sometimes stink. Some of the acting <laughs> is D-level, Hallmark movie level. Um, but it's fun. They're trying. They're always trying new things. There was there was like three weeks where they kept giving us the NXT UK people, basically telling those those folks, hey, you won't be unemployed. Let, we're gonna we're gonna fly you to America. We're gonna give you some money. We're gonna fly you back home. When we do NXT Europe, we haven't forgotten about it. And this is how we're gonna prove it. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I, I know that the first few weeks were really rough, but that's actually outside of this this twelve month range. And and there's still been times they're rough. There's, there's times that's rough every week. Scripts is rough. There's, uh, Jensen is uh, it, well he's actually sort of funny but he looks ridiculous anyway it doesn't matter I like NXT I, I just, it's just like an easy watch for me and, and I look forward to watching it every single week for, not for hate watching like AW Dynamite I definitely look forward to watching AW Dynamite <laughs> every, but I'm not sure if I want to like it or if I want to hate it and that's really not a great thing that's like me too this year so I'm very up and down you'd think I'm a female by how I feel about AEW. For four weeks, five weeks, I hate it. I hate its guts. And then the last three weeks, I'm starting to like like it again, so it's weird. I but, mean, um, you know, Chris, and frankly, you could probably convince some people in AEW that you are a female. I mean, we've seen other people, <laughs> you know, maybe even a little more masculine than you convinced them that. Stop but anyway, it, uh, Stop it. <laughs> guys, I, uh, you guys keep going with the show. I got to sign out here. Um, starting yeah, to get some problems here with the... Yeah, well, I'm getting some issues with the Mexican Wi-Fi, so, <laughs> you know, El Wi-Fi uh, Mexicano is not... Is that how you say wife in Mexican? El Wi-Fi. <laughs> El Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's been a pleasure to be on. Thanks, guys. I love you. We'll see you guys later. No problem, man. Thank you for being Adios. on. And, and stay safe, Chris. Bienvenidos. Uh, yeah. Ha, holla. Anyway, well... That was Chris, ladies and gents. Yeah. Um, well, since we're on the best show, Jeff, I think we should go for the worst show of 2022. And for me, this is easy. NWA. Oh. 
Yeah, I mean, if we're if we're going to be counting those shows, yeah, and, and NW, I mean, it's only competition is MLW. Um, it's just pathetic viewing. I'm sorry, and shout out to Chris Silvio, shout out to Bulletproof Tube, who are both in NWA, and they they're my boys. And uh, but I hope the you know continued success with them too, for them too. But God damn it, it's just it's just not the same. They're they're. There is nothing redeeming about NWA power anymore. Nothing. Power. Power down. That's what they need yeah. to do. They need to make a show called Power Down. And then it just okay. disappears. Of, of the big two, what's the what's the worst show? Other than the NWA, like out of the big two? Yeah, the big two. Ugh, I hate to say this, but it's got to be Rampage. I don't hate to say this, and it's Raw. Uh, maybe Raw. Yeah, I was going to say Raw too. Raw, look, if Raw was two hours, it wouldn't be. But because of the third, you know what? Forget it. I look forward to watching Rampage sometimes, and Raw is just a drag most of the times. I look forward to watching Rampage because I like doing Uncaged with you. Well, thank you. Likewise. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no. But in all seriousness, Rampage, the thing about Rampage, it's a pleasant mess. It can if that be. makes any sense. Yeah, like I... it's just that messed up usually. It's an hour, that, and it's usually but it's an hour, right? And it I don't is, mind hate. Is. And while I I don't like hate watching two hours or three hours, I don't mind hate watching for one hour. Yeah, that's true. But some episodes can be so bad, man. It's like, oh, yeah, but some can be good. I mean, but you know. but they need to figure out like what is the show? Is it? it they're telling us it's it's dynamite, right? It's equivalent to dynamite. And when you're looking at it. It does come across like that, right? I'm talking about in terms of on, on who's on the show. Like, you got your moxies. You got the big names there. Well, now. Well, yeah, but they do it on and off. Like, it's like... Oh, but, but I mean, Tony said he's going to try to book it to make it feel important again because it's been treated like a C show, not even like a B show. But um, how long will well, we keep that up? I, I don't know. But uh... Speaking speaking of C show, Kenny Omega, believe it or not, is resting on Dark this week. Yeah. Oh, I know. He wrestled on Dark, right? What yet, the hell? Yeah, yet we saw Sky Blue and Britt Baker on on TV. What the? Hell? And did you know? Also, it's his first match of 2022. He hasn't had a singles match in over a year. And come to think about it, it's true. Okay, but he's been in plenty of matches. I mean, it's not like he forgot how to wrestle. No, of course not. But I guess that's the reason for me to actually check out Dark this week. Anyway. Um, let's see where we go next. I don't, uh, where, where, where are we? Uh, return debut is, I guess those are two categories. The best return and debut. I mean, it could be the same person, I guess. It's the same thing. And it, yeah, it's Cody hands down. Just, come on. Let's be honest. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. It's just the spectacle. It's just, it was such a coup for WWE. It, he gave such a buzz to WWE at that time. Not just WWE, but in all of wrestling. And you felt it in AEW. AEW felt that hole that was left. It felt so stale by that point once Cody jumped for quite a bit. And the momentum, Cody caused the momentum to swing. That pendulum went, ping, completely the other way for quite a bit. Yeah, so I guess, I mean, we're calling this the best return debut. Uh, I, I would agree. Debut Cody. return, same thing. Cody wins. But, but if you down. said the worst return debut, <laughs> you know, that, that could be its own category. Okay, the worst return debut for me is easy, actually. Carrying Cross. Yeah, it's 
Sorry, and I'm a fan of his. I'm not saying this as a like. It's just it is what it is. You say it out loud because you expected big things. I did. I'm, it's it's actually amazing. I can't believe I'm saying that, but yeah, it, it, it's the truth. I mean, it's too early to say it about Soraya. Um, I don't think Athena was ever that big a deal. Um, but it's, I, she's irrelevant almost. Like, no one really sucks. She's just there anyway. You have a terrific point, but I'm actually going to go in a different direction. Um, hmm. Actually, no. I'm going to I'm going to go with you on this one because there's another category where I can put my other one into it. So okay, yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you again, and and I this is with sadness because I, I love <laughs> the is. guy, I love the act, I love I love the entrance, I love the song, I love the whole look of it. I but I'm not I'm not sure whose fault it is anymore uh, as to the booking and you know either you're a badass or you're a badass that, that deals that deals with the occult so you know right. you, you you can't be a con you, if you want to be a combination of john moxley and alistair or malachi black you have to you have to incorporate that into the matches as well and you can't be one thing in vignettes and, a, and another thing in the ring and you know scarlet using mace or pepper spray twice was <laughs> Terrible, and him losing that stipulation match—that just Drew, Drew didn't need any wins, and they, they knew he had a bad back. Come on, so I mean, so if he was going to be taking some time off, I mean, why, why not heat a guy up? And now he hasn't been on TV. The, the last I remember seeing him is he, he, the Usos was like, "Are you going to be KO's secret partner?" And he's like, "If I'm coming for him, you'll know it." And then we saw a promo, and the promo, it was like, great, another great promo by Cross. Why? What? I, I mean, first of all, I can't even hear what he says, and it's more of the same. It's more of TikTok, danger, danger, TikTok, I'm coming. You know, there's been some stuff with Rey Mysterio, but neither one of them were on the show this week, which is what, listen, not everyone needs to be on the show every week, and there are a lot of people who weren't on SmackDown this week, and I, and I like that, but I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like anyone that anyone really cares about this feud and it's been sort of undercut. Remember how we talked about Wardlow was undercut because of the MJF promo that was allowed? The, right, the Wardlow-Ray yeah. feud has been undercut by something that, like, MJF's promo was probably great, except it was a terrible idea. And Rhea Wrong Ripley time. and Dominic Mysterio going into Ray's house on Christmas off TV but being a YouTube sensation was terrific. But it, it the feud is still Ray and Dominic. And... And Cross, I almost said Wardlow because like the same guy. But Cross, it, it, it feels like it's a sideshow, and you shouldn't feel like a sideshow when you're supposed to be a, a, a main event guy. I mean, what's the difference between him and Rick Boogs right now? Let's <laughs> oh, say that Jesus, that's bad. Madcap Moss. Well, he beat Madcap Moss. That's the difference. Wow. Well, see, is it WWE's fault though? Is he lost passion? Maybe Jeff. I don't feel like he's. I don't know, man. It's He's everyone, something. It's everyone's fault, but at the end of the day, it's the talent's job to get the thing themselves over, over right? And, and he's the one who chooses the methodic way he wrestles. And if that's not working, if if he's not if he's hearing the silence, you know, he's got to do something about it. He also needs it's to realize that there's two other guys on the same roster with him that, that do things the same way, and sort of have a similar thing going on. And they're both right now more popular than he is 
and that's Bray, and Dexter Loomis. And I say Dexter Loomis like that because Dexter Loomis should be below him. Should be, but he's, but he's not. not. Yeah, there's too many. I think you're right. I think we need to go back to that Jason Statham transporter mercenary type of you know kill for hire type of guy character again i don't know man go back to his impact run heck his nxt run was brilliant and even that he kept changing it's like the character kept changing it was like it was the same thing though like it was a cult then he's mob enforcer then he's a straight ahead tough guy then he's vin diesel and fast and furious then he's doing <laughs> then they're doing tarot cards and crystal balls again i mean just pick something pick something and, and go with it, it. Yeah, everyone's confused now. It's it's true. I think he's actually exposing himself, dude, a little bit. And, and I think that's him because this is what's been going on for three years now. Yeah, it's true, man. And you really notice it now, like compared to in the past. It's yeah, I'm worried about him, man. I'm worried about. I just hope WWE are patient with him. You know what I mean? And just write it out. If he can't get himself over, then. It is what it is. I mean, they got another guy just do? like him in Braun Breaker. Very different personalities, though. If they, they got any personality, <laughs> right? They don't have. A, there's no personality. That's that's that's. I mean, you know, Cross is sort of on purpose because he's supposed to be cold. He's supposed to be a stone cold killer. Braun right. just has no personality, but he could easily turn that into a, a stone oof, cold oof. killer. Except he's a face. <laughs> Can we get the new Steiner brothers, like the new Rockers, and uh, Cross can be... Uh, I've always said he'd be in part of Demolition right now because it'd be Axe, Smash, Crush, and Cross. <laughs> 100%. It writes itself. I mean, it's Demolition. Could be. I mean, I, I, mean I, seriously. I, I think the only thing for him at this point is to be someone's bodyguard. And just don't talk. And then yeah. what happens to, to, to Scarlet? She doesn't need to do a thing. She just needs to stand there. Fair enough. I guess it is what it is. But yeah, they don't have much time. They're trying. I think that would be actually trying. I think it's him. He's not feeling it. I think something. we're talking about this too, uh, too much. And I don't mean because we're going long. I just mean, I think we're talking about too, I think we're talking about too much because we're both fans and we're both, you know, we're both one, you know, cyber friends or real friends to a certain degree with Kevin Castle. Right, who's right. Real friends. He's a lot closer. And we're, we're, and we're yeah. afraid of insulting him. Uh, because it's his friend as if he's actually listening to our shows or we'll hear about this um you never but, know <laughs> but, but i'm not going to dance around it because 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 one i'm not insulting the person as a human being i'm sure he's cool as shit i'm sure he's a great guy and like i said absolutely i've heard nothing but, but great things about him actually as a person but it's been a dud i mean I, you know i i gotta admit it's been a dud and listen people say bray's been a dud too not yet not yet it, 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 but he's, he's smackdown dan- He's dancing with Dudhood a couple times, and and some of the stuff has gone too and long. Geez. But they give they give just enough to still keep me interested. Now I understand that people who don't like Hocus Pocus and the voodoo stuff and the spooky stuff, they're Honestly, probably checked out. But they let's be probably, honest, Jeff. Mm-hmm. That fucking Uncle Howdy looked like the Burger King dude. It it wasn't a good look, but I thought it was cool that they brought out a person so quickly. But the laughing for ninety uh-huh. seconds was too much. It was cringe, but Top Dollar was the fucking botch of the night for me. If there is one, <laughs> I get it, but that, that's not but that's uh, not the conversation right now. That I, know, I know, I know. Snack talks a different show, but yeah, that's I agree, uh, and and I with reluctance, I I agree with you. All right, let's move it up. Um, 
With a tear in my eye. <laughs> yeah. With a tear in both of our eyes. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. How about underrated wrestler of the year? Underrated wrestler of the year. Underrated. Who's mm-hmm. silently making his, a little name for himself and deserves more credit than he's actually given. For me, it's Austin Theory, man. Easily. I don't think that he's underrated, but um, I don't think he's underrated either. But I think in the whole landscape of the IWC, I think he is looked at sort of underrated. It's an interesting. But there's a lot of fans too. Well, I have him in a different category, so uh, so it's interesting. It's it's similar reasons, Uh, but I'm I I, I'm not putting him in the underrated category. Wow. Obviously, I haven't given too much thought to underrated, uh, and I should have. This is obviously all my fault. No. I I don't know how you call this person underrated because of who their status is, but because of the things that they're doing and as selfless as they've been, I'm going to go with Brian Danielson. I mean, it's just so easy to forget he exists. But when he it's comes weird. out, you remember him. He shouldn't be, though. He, he shouldn't be underrated, but he feels less of a big star in AEW than he did in WWE, which is odd. But I think that's purposeful. I think when he went there and said, I'm not looking to be the world champion, I think he meant it. I mean, and so I think he's doing exactly what he said. Jeff, um, come on. Once you've won the WWE World Championship, well, who cares about the AEW Championship? He's already I, won the be-all and end-all of professional wrestling. It is what it is. I know, but it, you know, it, it'd be fine. It'd be fine if he won this this title oh, again too. I mean, sure. that, that's fine too. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you you still you, you still count Ric Flair's title wins, and of course, when anyone breaks the record, he'll you know raise it up to twenty three again or whatever, um, and start telling you that he lost in Puerto Rico and then won it in you know and uh, you know in Brazil the next night and whatever and you know yeah. all of the, all these unsanctioned wins and losses you know when they just went from St Louis one day to you know to uh, Kansas City uh, the next night uh, but anyway um, yeah so that was my bet I'm gonna go with Dan- I'm gonna go with Brian Danielson I think he's been easily forgotten sort of under the radar not really fitting into anything but he always delivers. All right, from underrated to overrated, Jeff. For me, oh God, this so is bad. This is, yeah, there's a couple of standout that could get their second awards. And it's a tough one between Cross, <laughs> Breaker, and Wardlow. But I'm going to go with Cross, dude. Uh, with overrated. With, with overrated right now, dude. He came in with a bang. And uh, he's just, uh, I hate to say it, kind of overrated right now. I'm going with Hook. I, I don't, I, I don't. I, the people really pop for him though, dude. So Yeah, because he's overrated. He's over still though. I, I just don't care. It's it's because. You can call I mean, him underrated even at this point, in a way. No, he's overrated because people are over for him, but he can't wrestle. He does not. He's not a professional. If someone walks to the right place at the right time, he can he can put a wrestling move on, but he can't wrestle a match. Well, first of all, he's still young, dude. Like, and I think he's not that bad in the ring. I don't think he's too bad in the ring. He's not good in the ring. He can if he has to move someplace, it goes wrong. 
See, to me, though, like, he was organic, though. He wasn't meant to get this over already. I don't think that was meant to happen. So that's yeah, why, to me... Them down our throats ever since. Have they really lately? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have up until this week. A seven-foot man just ran away from him. <laughs> Who, Big Bill? Yes. The the big goose? Yeah. Listen. The big pussy? Hook, hook is my overrated. I'm standing by it. Okay, fair enough. That's that's, that's cool. Um, all right. Best commentator of all promotions. It could be in, even NWA. It could be MLW. I get it. My favorite commentator for my money all year round, entire body of work. Listen, if 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 he was working full time, it'd be packed. Um, but all year round, he works. Wade Barrett, love him. I think he's great. He's been good, actually. Yeah, that's true. Wade Barrett, I think he's underrated for in a commentary position right now. Well, I'm calling. But him you're right. No, so he's not. He's not underrated by me. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Taz, even though he really sucks, right? But that's why I love him. Because he makes me laugh. With the shit he says, he doesn't give a fuck. He puts the product down. There's always a Taz segment every week on Botchamania because he's got that much content. He just doesn't give a fuck. He seems to have a problem about Shivani. I don't know why and what it is. And he calls everyone's bullshit out. I can't hate on that. So for me, I'm going to go with the human suplex machine in Taz. I think Shivani's a giant corporate kiss-ass. And he's um, corporate too now, like funny enough. So I mean, the sad thing is that like Jr. didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, I know he's not the same man. He, actually, he's getting worse every week now. Even on Rampage, it's almost like he's starting to forget shit now, Jeff. Yeah, and it's he, starting to he, be obvious now. He botches worse than Taz. Like Taz doesn't botch so much as he just doesn't care. It's like right, he, he just doesn't he, care. That's why he, I love it. Like he, he tries to hide fun. that he hates what he watches with jokes. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, That's what he doesn't hate. He's it. the man. He he enjoys it as comedy and he tries to hide that with jokes it's fucking comedy to him dude he laughs he mutually laughs at most of the shit for the same reason you do and and also like the things he doesn't know like when they were talking about Kansas and like someone said I I dust in the wind the song you talking about yeah the song yeah he he came back to carry on and and Tony goes I like dust in the wind and Taz laughed about they liked the song he's like well that's Kansas's famous song he's like (laughs) he's like oh they sing that like he didn't know the campus saying that, which is one thing if he was 25, but he's like 55. Oh, no, he should know. He should yeah. fucking know. But he's a New Yorker, though, man. You know, he could be very oh, New York centric. I know, but you're in Baltimore now, so you know what I mean? Kansas was plenty big in New York. Don't worry. Just like Boston. Kansas was big worldwide, dude. What are you talking about? Well, I don't know. You're the one that says, but he's a New Yorker. I mean, what does that have to do with anything? Because New Yorkers, I find they're, they're very New York centric, most of them, including with their music. Well, it name depends a, if they're hip hop fans. Name a big they're New, definitely I mean, centric. Name a big New York act besides Billy Joel. A big New York act? Yeah, like who, who's a big singer from New York? Like a rock band from New York? Can I say like even rappers say? No, rock. Just just rock from New York. Wow! Right now, I don't no, think effort. there's many. To, if going back to nineteen, I can't. I actually can't. Exactly. So why that's are you saying weird, we're New York centric? <laughs> there's Billy Joel. There's like well, there Woody, you go. That's why they don't give a fuck about Pat the genre. Then. Car, you know, there's Joan Jett. You know, pe- 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 people like that. But, uh, you have to go to New Jersey for Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> True. And Poison, I think, were from Jersey too, weren't they? I don't fucking know where Poison was from. 
Brett Michaels, remember? I know the names. I don't know where they were from. I know that every rose has a thorn. Yeah, yeah. Can, don't start with that song today. Every, oh, every rose has it. Damn it, Jeff. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, this is what we're talking about. You're like Taz. You you have a point without a point. True. And right. we should move back to the point because we just got off point, and uh, because we've been going over two hours, Jeff. Yeah. And what else is there to go? We've got. Uh, New oh, story the controversy of the year. Oh, Vince by by a mile. He's hard to top. And really actually, Triple H and his sorry. Go ahead. Triple H is an honorable mention. I was going to say. Well, coming I, back. Well, I think that's the same story. Well, I, yeah. I, I think in history, from a, a like a Wall Street Journal or you know standpoint, that is the, the story of the year. But it sort of was a seamless transition. In fact, the company yeah, got better. Not as not as better as everyone was pretending to, and it's 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 you know obvious now. It's, it's sort starting of to be the same shit again now. It's starting to get to that point. Because if SmackDown, SmackDown's better. Just yeah, it always was. But anyone who's listening to us now has been listening to us for a while, probably, and you know I've said that. I'm gonna go with Media Scrum. Um, oh think, yeah, fuck. That's true. How can the CM Punk thing, man? I think that that exposed so many fissures and oh. so many issues inside AEW and I don't think they've ever been the same since and I'm not sure they can recover where it's arguable even if Triple H is, it has not been as good as we thought he was going to be even if a lot of his rehires and things have been flops which he's sort of admitted um, it yeah, still is better and there's still plenty of opportunity and they're still making more money than they ever are and they're expanding uh, so yes I, I, I think that most people would say Vince and that's probably objectively so but I'm a wrestling fan, so subjectively, I think Media Scrum Gate is... Yeah, is, yeah. Punk is, Gate, Media Scrum Gate, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call uh, it. I'll work with Children Larry Gate. Gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Muffin Gate. Right. I mean, whatever you want to call it. For me, that that's definitely the story of the year. In terms of... Uh, I was excited about it because it was such a train wreck that it was... I had a smile on my face the whole time seeing that. I mean, I watched it over and over and over again. And still to this day, it's going to be played forever in many ways. And I probably will never get sick of seeing the shit that he was saying and just looking at TK's face. AEW put on the best train wrecks after pay-per-views, bar none. Voluntarily. Voluntarily, and they don't even... That's what I mean. TK's an idiot. He could have cut through all this bullshit if he was just a little smart. Mm Mm-hmm. Just use a little bit of brain. Let's do breakout star of the year, breakout male star of the year. This is where you're underrated gets picked by me. I think I was going to say the same thing. Is, is the breakout star, the male star of the year? I'll say that too. Again, he gets two votes for me. Uh, yeah, Austin Theory, man. You can make the argument though with sort of MJF, but not really because he's broken out years ago, really, in many ways. Mm-hmm. But in terms of moving on to the next level, you can make the argument with MJF. But yeah, Austin Theory, I think, is so much better than people realize, in my opinion. All right. Breakout female of the year. Breakout female? Oh. Jesus. It's got to be Rhea. Even though she was another one that broke out the year before, really. But That's my pick. I, I, think, I, I, think, that, I think she broke out once before, but then broke down. 
and I and think she's perfect. Bro- yeah, I think she's broken up, broken out again, and I think that, uh, that that if they play their cards even close to right, she's going to be one of their biggest stars for the next oh. half a decade to a decade. Absolutely agree, but again, they got to play their cards right. Well, this will keep moving it along. Uh, what will we do next, Jeff? That we haven't said already. You think? No. Uh, uh, best promotion. Ricky- Worst promotion. WWE best this year overall yeah I'm going to have to go with WWE as well not always the most interesting but I mean the, I mean record profits the other companies in the red and I mean and the PLEs alone is worth the yeah them winning it just because of the PLEs like I just most of them this year have been pretty good man and they keep giving us more I mean we, we get the NXT PLEs we get the the crown jewel shows we got clash at the at, at the castle we're probably going to get the india show we're going probably going to get the australia show uh yeah, and best of all jeff for us we don't pay a cent right for it unbelievable like, like nxt uk is something i never watched but i probably will watch nxt europe because it's going to be more you know more it's intriguing at first talent. yeah it's more interesting to me um and i'm now invested in some of the european talent who i assume will go back or return again because i've seen some of them and and now there's people i like and and want to see again they've Um, got good talent coming through man from europe for sure i agree yeah um so yeah uh yeah i guess you're right worst promotion (laughs) this is again a race to the bottom for 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 the 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 two companies that that we keep talking about (laughs) And NWA. I, 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 I mean, NWA has been terrible. Tyrus is a terrible choice, but got them some press. We very well may say see Billy Corgan have a mental breakdown <laughs> on TV live before our eyes at some point. But I still have to go with MLW because they filed that lawsuit against WWE. And it, it, it's basically like they took a knife and they put it to their own neck. They, they, they. They cannot finance this litigation, even if they have a case. They're going to get killed. Even if they win, they're going to lose on appeal. And they're going to lose the suits anyway. Um, they're probably going to lose after discovery. And then, But then, even then, WWE is going to hit them with motions for sanctions and attorney's fees just to, just to bleed them money. Yeah, for sure, 100%. And, and there's seven people in that ownership group. How many of them do you think are really annoyed with Court Bauer right now? But Court Bauer is a stubborn bloke, man. Like he, and I understand. But and he's a, got a, a real issue with WWE deep down that he wants to prove. He's got something to prove to them, I feel like, prove, for some reason. Well, he's going to prove he's an idiot, I think. I mean, <laughs> yeah. listen, listen, if he comes out of this smelling like a rose, he gets money or something like that. But I, 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 think, I think we're more likely to see Shane McMahon's face on the screen. <laughs> I bought MLW. <laughs> I don't think anyone would get that. I, I bet most WWE fans of today don't even have a clue what MLW is. You know who I want to have the one to, to be buy it and storyline? Impact. Keanu James. I'm, I'm, all, oh, God. I'm, I'm all about Keanu James. I, I, that whole act is so fantastic. And like everyone's like, oh, you think she's hot? I don't. I don't, I don't, she's not my type. I don't really even find her particularly attractive. I mean, you know, I'm sure she walked into like a bar, like every head would turn, but like for TV, like, I, eh, yeah, no, you, you don't know, have whatever. to think someone's attractive yeah. to like them. I, 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 I think, <laughs> I, I think the act is terrific. And it turns out she's a pretty good wrestler too. I, I just, wow. I just love the whole thing. Um, anyway, so, uh, so worst NWA. promotion, I'm going to go with MLW. MLW, I'm going NWA. 
Yeah, MLW I mean, is a little more watchable for me compared to NWA. It, it, it's a tie. I have to be honest with you. NWA is a little bit more watchable for me. I just it's because the matches are short and they tend to be like five or six of them a card. MLW you could easily have three matches on a card and one is going to be Microman. <laughs> yeah, but at least you got more overall. Their roster is much better right now than NWA is at the moment. You have no roster. Who's on MLW's roster? I'm, I'm saying like Jacob Fatu, Enzo, Hammerstone. They're the ones that I really give you a shit about. Them. You never know see them. You see, you, 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 you see, you see Bandito one week. Who, oh yes, who, Bandito. The company. You still see Karrion Cross from time to time. I mean, do you? The, the Von Erichs aren't even there anymore. You, you see EJ Unduka. You don't even <laughs> see Calvin Tankman anymore. I'm not even sure if Calvin Tankman resigned. You see Myron Reed. They got rid of Jordan Oliver. I, I mean, hate their production too, dude. Yeah, I mean, Jacob Fatu doesn't wrestle. You see him with uh, his cousin Lance Anoa'i, the only Anoa'i. I hate Lance Anoa'i. Yeah, he's and the trash. Other, the only Anoa'i that's actually trash. And the Fat Tongan. Fat Tongan. Who's the Fat Tongan? Uh, they call him Juicy. I, I, I can't Juicy. Think. Yeah, it's like Fawaloa or something. Fawaloa. Like, I mean, he's gigantic, but he's a gigantic fat man. I mean, it, yeah. Gotta look, it sounds quite familiar, but I gotta look that up. Anyway, well, clearly you haven't been watching MLW, so you can't tell clearly, me it's more watchable no. because you haven't been watching no. it. That's why I don't watch it. Well, then don't tell me it's more watchable because you haven't seen it. No, I'm just going by my own taste, right? Oh, but yeah, you haven't juicy, watched it. You can't say it's more watchable when you haven't watched I ha- it. <laughs> I haven't watched it recently, but if I was to choose one and looking just at their rosters alone, I'd lean towards MLW, obviously. MLW doesn't have a roster. There's like seven people on contract. Whatever it is. Those seven guys are much better than pretty much most of NWA right now. Listen, NWA is terrible. We're stuck with Austin Idol Productions and Black Jesus and Rolando Freeman and the Fixers. It's Tyrus is the champ. It's awful. But MLW is more awful. Jesus. All right. As a matter of fact, I'm changing my worst show of the year from from NWA Power to MLW Fusion. Oh, God, someone hates MW, MLW right I now. I I I, I <laughs> hate watching it. I absolutely hate. Fuck it. you, Court Bauer. And nah. not like fun hate watching. Not like Rampage can be fun hate watching, or 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 Dynamite can be fun hate watching. Like like if Raw was seven hours hate oh watching, but ML, but an MLW show is like forty four minutes on YouTube. And it feels like watching a seven-hour raw. <laughs> I hate that, man. Because when wrestling's like that, it hurts. Because I don't exactly. want to feel that way watching professional wrestling. Because I really, I'm exactly. supposed to love it, and I hate it. It hurts my feelings. Even Caesar, right. Caesar Duran can make it interesting. Jeez, not even right. uh, Serena, um, Della Renta. Even though she's not there anymore, yet. I know. Where is she now? What the hell is she doing? She's she's doing internet stuff with Alicia too. They 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 play fight and do bikini oh, shots cool. for money. I guess. Oh boy, what a waste of talent. Anyway, yeah. it is what it is. All right, yeah. uh, we have here yeah. worst manager. I, we didn't do best manager. We just did worst manager. Okay. I forget worst manager. Uh, there's no real point. Oh, okay, we can actually because for me there might be a worst manager, but the best manager, it's got to be Heyman. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not even sure he counts as a, a manager. I'm, I'm trying to think of manager, same, good. same. I mean, they're all bad managers in 
<laughs> yeah. AEW. Stokely Hathaway is very close to getting the worst manager right now. He wasn't as bad in NXT. But here, he's just talking shit, man. I don't even know. He doesn't make sense anymore. He, he does rap lines out of the blue. He does shout-outs to New Jack and R.I.P. out of the nowhere. <laughs> like, he's so random, dude. I agree. He calls, he calls people bitch-asses for not... I don't even understand what's going on here, Jeff. Why, what's he talking about? Yeah. I mean, based on the, ev- the amount of time he's on TV, I mean, you can make a case for Mark Sterling, who's been terrible... He kind of can entertain me sometimes, though, like because he's like the Jim Cornette of back in the day, almost. Almost. I mean, but not near. Really, a pretty goddamn bad. Oh, get him off! Actually, he's right. Actually, he might beat Hathaway. But but with the amount of talent (laughs) that he has, and the and the people that they paired him with to try to do something, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Stokely Hathaway too. I mean. Um, Only because he looks frustrated too, and I think he's just blabbering shit because he's just pissed. I think he's off his meds and he's just doesn't know what to. Do. He's just all over the place. Unbelievable. <laughs> when you break it down, like pay attention to his shit, it really is meaningless. He's he's sort of going Ultimate Warrior with with this thing, and he thinks he's clever with his references. You know, he's like he's yeah, like he's, he's trying like, to be straight. He's you like know what I mean? McDonald but- and Dennis Miller with their with with their references. But they're, they're like the pop culture references are like twenty five yeah. years old, and so unless you grew up the same time, you don't get them. Right, and I get what he's saying. That's the thing. I totally get it. But why? Like, why is he saying that? Like, there's no point. It's insane. It's just out of the blue. It comes across like he's got Tourette's syndrome. I mean, seriously, it's like uh, 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 like like gold dust. And then he's he's almost he's close to dropping the n word at this point. Ooh. What's I'm the best storyline of the year? Best storyline of the year? It's got to be the bloodline, bar none, right? Probably. Um, what's, what was the best feud of the year? For me, I said... Oh, oh that's a tough one, man. Best feud, CM I'm, Punk versus AEW. Versus the world. Yeah. Versus I'm, the world, right. I'm going to go with Cody Seth. I, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, that that's also right up there for me. But I'm but but the punk thing, I just I love seeing shit self destruct like that. That was just pure great television. Fifth man award of the year, gender neutral doesn't have to be a man. Uh, well, in that case, for me, it's got to be Seth. I'm going or Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. I'll I'll take that back. Sorry, okay. Sami Zayn. That was my original. I even said it before the show. Sami Zayn, definitely. Rookie of the year. And by rookie, we don't mean it's their first year in wrestling. We mean it's their first year on the on main screen, on, right. on the main roster of a, of a primetime wrestling television show. And rookie of the year for me has got to be Theory. Even though he was on the main roster back and they went back to NXT, this version of Theory has to be the, the rookie of the year for me. I'm going with Jade Cargill. I don't think that... I mean, I know that she probably started on TV sometime last year. I did say sophomore is cool. You, you, can, yeah. you can go there because it's harder to really say rookie of the year. Person. Again, you see her, you see a star. I don't like all the storylines she's been in. Actually, some of them have stunk, but they haven't... The, the, the stunk hasn't stuck to her because it can't. Because right, she's like a female yeah. version of Brock Lesnar. You can't look at her and say, this isn't something. 
This is this isn't someone I want to keep my eyes on. Oh, for sure, I agree. She would be number two for me. But I think there's only one more to go, Jeff, possibly, and that's controversy that was underreported. That was you that actually came up with that just quietly. So that's a hard one, man. Yeah, uh, it is a hard one because it is underreported. And I'm going to go with the failures of Tony Khan's non-AEW but AEW-related ventures, Forbidden okay. Door, all the Japan shit, uh, the purchase of Ring of Honor, the, the the TV tap dance that he knew about six months ago, he wasn't getting TV, how he strung everyone along. And there's still people talking about, yeah, I'm, I still think he's going to get TV, just hasn't worked out the details yet. Shut up, shut up. I was convinced at the end too, actually, that they were going to be on HBO. He hinted a week before that, or the two weeks before, that they were possibly going to be on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. Literally. He said it on Busted Open Radio, and boy, was that bullshit. Now, I think it's it's possible that in his mind, he might have thought there was still a chance because he's a, he's a billionaire son. He's from a, a multi-billionaire family, and there are no... Told I no. mean, Steve <laughs> said, Steve said, he knows there's no other options. Like, Steve, people in that world don't have that in their thought pattern. There's never no options for them they don't envision a world where there's no options for them because there's almost always an option for them. this is probably the only time he's ever actually heard no yeah true no you're right uh, uh, well yeah, yeah yeah i think you're right i think i'd have to go with tk too it should be more reported him someone needs to actually put him on the spot legitly and call him out for his coke habit like, I would love to see someone do that on the live post-game press conference. I want to see the look on his face. It would be priceless, man. So Someone grow the balls and ask the man straight up, What's how much do you spend on Coke per night? So your underreported is not limited to what Drugs I Drugs and TK. It, it's AEW behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Issues. Term big turmoil and issues that is not being reported, dude. That's including the drug use, including all the fucking controversies, including you know punk and the and the elites bullshit. All of that. There's a lot of shit that they're not getting held accountable for, which they should be. And I'm talking about by the wider wrestling media community. Alright. Best promo of the year. Best promo of the year, fuck. Um Oh, that's got to be MJF when he called TK a mark. Yeah, I agree. That's mine also. That that was just perfect. Yeah. Worst promo of the year. Oh, that's easy. So, Marina Shafia. You don't know me. You don't know me. Yeah, you don't the, know the, me. Only, the only one that's close is Adam Page. Um, and Dax Hardwood. Yeah, he, he had a stinker too. Um, but yeah, I'm going, I'm going with Marina Shafia as well. Um, that's, that's like you can't beat that. That's just impossible to beat. All right. Worst promotion jump. Like worst move change. Oh, easy. Miro jumping from WWE to AEW has been yeah, abysmal. But that, was, that was three years ago. Doesn't matter. We're easy okay. three years later. Still doing nothing. The guy's scratching his nuts and talking to his God saying, why doesn't DK see me? Why? I, I'm going to go with... William Regal. I mean, not only did he go there and, you know, was, was 
somehow made him you know went right he into came like a for a holiday and like he peaced out within a year like he, bon he's voyage like, he's like, <laughs> like yeah nah, nah. but this if you look at regal's history though he's done this in the past do you remember when he jumped from wcw to wwe and he was using he's a man God, and then he left two what? weeks later he jumped back to wcw that how did he do that different era though that, that i mean but he jumped back in two weeks hell it's and well, then he came back again in under a year well you, i mean they didn't have contracts then it was appearance it was if you could do it but that was different you routinely did, did jumping i mean that was part of the whole monday night war was yeah, like, I know. that's what made it great it doesn't yeah. happen very much anymore i mean it, it was at one stage they blew their load already though i mean but regal spent the last what 20 years with, with WWE. I mean, when he wasn't in rehab. Um, we all, oh yeah. I think we all knew he was going to go back anyway. I, I never got that feeling of him being long-term, especially once Triple H got back in power. I mean, I really, really want to say Stokely Hathaway, though, because it's it's, yeah. it's, it's it's just like there's so many people that he could be with, but uh, but I don't know that they would have... I don't know in, the, in alternate history if, if he would have been paired with the right people in WWE but I, I there's so many people who need a mouthpiece I just can't see how he wouldn't have been in a better place but I, I just think the whole thing with uh, I mean Regal like he was going to get my Exodus Prime of the year oh award, yes Exodus but, Prime there we but, forgot but, about but there was a more recent one which is Mandy Rose who's going to get two awards because I mean she's just like yeah now nah, I'm making over I don't four million I'm, I'm making four million a year plus i have other opportunities so do this I, I mean love my time here I, I hate this i hate this choice but you're paying Fuck me it. 400 grand or 300 grand plus merch and on top of that she even went out and tweeted to her fans don't worry the videos aren't going in like nothing's changing i'm still gonna be pouncing my little cunt around and uh why more power to her yeah so she gets my Exodus Prime of the Year award, and of course, Exodus Prime gets my my uh, wrestling <laughs> name of the year, maybe of all time. For me, the Exodus Prime award for me is definitely Sasha Banks. She was like, "Yeah, nah, <laughs> like out of here." You know what I mean? Like, she's like, "Yeah, nah." Yeah, this, this, she's really fucking with him too right well, now. That story's still not over, so I'm not sure what kind of award to give it. We'll we'll see. And she's and we'll, she's Mrs. Exodus right now. Yeah, and we'll and we'll see what happens with uh, with Naomi. But uh, yeah. nothing nothing's been said about her for some reason. I, I don't understand what is happening with her. Maybe she doesn't want to wrestle anymore. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, she certainly doesn't need the money, but I do think she likes her. I, I, I have, I have no idea. I, 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 I bet, I bet Jimmy loves it when she's not around now. <laughs> he gets to like be himself a bit more. Uh, well, and Lord knows, someone needs to control that guy, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Well, the, 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 the don't worry, he's Usi. Tribal Chief has has him on, has it all locked down, and um, he's untouchable anyway, man. It's it is what it is man like they're really untouchable you cannot get them fired no matter what they do do we have any awards that we forgot i don't think so jeff uh manager nah i think we've done it all okay well yeah it only took us two and a half hours to do it so it's a long one dude one of the longest shows we've done in a long time to be fair do you, have a, um, do you want to do a, a breakout star for next year, a prediction, or should we do a prediction show separately? Yeah, actually, prediction separately sounds better. Okay. Because it would make more sense to do it that way. Actually, okay. we should do that 
pretty soon right before the new year obviously but well, um got two weeks so. well that's true so jeff i think we can finally fucking take it home so in saying that dude tell them where they can find you man at twitter at icarus fell and you follow me i'm gonna follow you back unless you're a porn bot um and if you're someone who's new to twitter and you only have like five followers and uh, and you're you're not fake it's a real account just dm me or, or at me and say listen i know it looks like i've got no followers but i just created my account i'm real and i will follow you back um <laughs> anyway uh you can find me here on the pwc uh also sometimes on channel attitude and on the media group on several shows my uh, other wrestling podcast with big daddy cool steve Pena is hammerlock hangover my non-wrestling podcast which you can find right here at the pwc amongst other places is Garden of Doom and Garden Views. Garden of Doom is like occult, esoteric, ufology, alternate history, regular history, uh, deep dives into things like Lovecraft uh, and uh, vampires and Babylon 5 and Battlestar Galactica and uh, gremlins, gargoyles. We're doing the Dark, dark Christmas uh, recording tomorrow. Hinduism dropped today. So stuff like that, very eclectic. Just trust me, you'll be, in, you'll be interested in Garden Views is topical uh but more legal based because that's my actual real career so it's true all that stuff you can find it right here on the pwc as well as uh some of them on Hamin media group pw hustle and the wrestling soup network and if it's ever comes back the blow off <laughs> yeah i know i don't know what's happening there but if you want to follow me you can on twitter at the pwc network and also at dj mass effects please like and subscribe right here at the pwc network.podbean.com where you can find all our shows and channelattitude.com with five bucks we talk rampage and the pw hustle hamin midi group.pubbing.com for our affiliate shows and everyone else i've missed i'm sorry but in saying that i'm jimmy t that's evil dose jeff Lumen, and you've been listening and watching the pwc third annual pennies or pennies sorry pennies Peenies right here. Yes. On the Congratulations to all the, the Peenies winners um, and losers out there. Better better luck or worse luck next year. And everyone, stave on my friends all year long and into the next. And keep your Peenies in your pants. Yeah, See you. eat that fast. <laughs> That's right. See you. It's that game changer With us on the mic Then you gotta believe That it's gonna be A straight banger Look, I'm a breakout star When it comes to the bars Ay, I'm like Cesaro and Sheamus Ay, I ain't content With setting the bar I pick up the bar And I ring that was amazing, slamming to here, wrestling Oscars, the stage is set, the main event, like wrestling Oscar, I'm proud of being with young Josiah, lyrical monster, feel like Juicy J, Usain, and Roman, the body conquer, hey, I know the show started, but I'm turning up regardless, tell the bump to play it louder, it's a recording party, with the glitz and glamour, pardon our ego, our manners, you think it's too soon, with that planet back below, Giovanni, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition is on the air. 
for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in face and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. Show of hands, he here fancies himself as a journalist. You're a journalist, Nick? Right. I try my best. Okay. Um, um, no, real real quick. Go ahead. Um, you still do improv? <laughs> no, not a little bit. No? No. When you did improv, who'd you do improv with? I did it with uh, uh, Scott Colton. Hmm. Okay, so you fancy yourself a journalist. Would you say you're friends with Scott Colton? Uh, no, I haven't talked to Scott. So you're not friends with him? Uh, no, no, Scott and I did not get out Oh, wow. Well, that makes two of us. My point is, if you fancy yourself a journalist, even if it's for the silly world of professional wrestling, and you have journalistic integrity, people who report things mostly that are bullshit and slanderous lies against myself, if you are friends with somebody, you put my spot. If you're not friends with him, I apologize. Okay. But you should probably disclose who you're friends with. I'm not friends with I haven't had anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade, probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this when I'm on my time and this is a fucking business. Uh, why I'm a grown-ass adult man and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business, but my friends, if I fall backwards, will catch me. Scott Colton, I felt, never would have. My problem was, I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top that did not want to see me at the top, okay? You call it jealousy, you call it envy, whatever the fuck it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended long before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt, I have every invoice, I have every email. I have the email where he says, and I quote, I agree to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer and you do not have to pay anymore. That's an email that I have. The only reason the public did not see is because when I finally had to countersue him through discovery, we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother. That's a fact. And as soon as we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old Marsha, he sent the email, oh, can we please drop all this? Now, it's 2022. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target, and they spread lies and bullshit and, and put into a media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with him, want nothing to do with him, do not care where he works, where he doesn't work, where he eats, where he sleeps. And the fact that I have to get up here and do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing. 
And if y'all are at fault, fuck you. If you're not, I apologize. But what did I ever do in this world to, go, to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like Hangman Adam Page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself? For what? What did I do? Dave, what did I ever do? Didn't do a goddamn thing. What's your name, sir? Donald D'Angelo. Fuck the Pittsburgh Pirates. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> I made it really clear in Forbes, and I just want to make it clear again. Nick, it's when... not his position to make it very fucking clear. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. This shit was none of their business. I understand sticking up for your fucking friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody. Okay? I paid his bills until I didn't, and it was my decision not to. Yeah, but I shouldn't have no commented when Nick first said it. It's my I, fault, and I if I hadn't, it's my that. fault. It's my I fault. appreciate I should have just I'm, taken a head on because you never but said But I'm trying anything. to run a fucking business, and when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first million-dollar house that this company has ever drawn off of my back and goes on national television and does that, it's a disgrace to this industry, it's a disgrace to this company. Now, we're far beyond apologies. Right? I gave him a fucking chance. It did not get handled, and you saw what I had to do, which is very regrettable, lowering myself to his fucking level. But that's where we're at right now. And I will still walk up and down this hallway and say, if you have a fucking problem with me, take it up with me. Let's fucking go. What's your question, Nick? Uh, first of all, you're always very nice to me, and thank you. Um, I wanted to ask about MJF, obviously. Uh, played a, a voicemail from you before he came out, obviously confronted you, uh, Punk. Um, why now? Why, why, why isn't Jeff back in the fold now? How do you both feel about him being around? How do you feel about the time he spent away? All of that. Well, if I may, I'm the one who asked him to come back because uh, MJF's a big star in this company and this is a, one of the biggest events. A year ago, CM Punk debuted here and I thought it was right for the fans and like I said, for the fans, I thought the best thing that we could do as a company was bring MJF back. He and wants me to work with pricks constantly. That's that's what it is. Nevertheless, uh, two of the top wrestlers in the world, MJF and CM Punk, could be oh. a big match down the line. Sorry to keep bringing this fucking up, but I've never spoken his word, and I don't know how long, so I'm a little fucking pissed off about it. That's fine. When it came down that he was going to sue me, I asked to talk to him. He refused. I asked for mediation. It was denied. I offered him money. He said it was not enough. He went ahead with the lawsuit and sued. It's his fucking funeral. I don't care. He shares a bank account with his mother. It tells you all you need to know about what kind of character that is. You are always very nice to me. Thank you. I appreciate it, Nick. I'm sorry if I'm a little fucking snooty. That's fine. That's I'm fine. hurt and I'm old and I'm, I'm fucking tired. I totally and I work with fucking children. I respect the situation. I regret not answering your question. And I only asked answer. it because I have some familiarity and just wanted some clarification on the story. Yeah, I, didn't break I should the story. have just taken a head on like I did with Blake and Forbes recently. We're all learning here, Tony. It's okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. This is from Mindy's Bakery, by the way. It's a great place in Chicago if you like pastries and baked goods. I suggest you go there. They're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. But... <laughs> Uh, Sorry about all that, man. Okay. All right, thanks. So I've asked questions of presidential candidates in my old life. I don't think I've ever been nervous as I am right now, but I'll, I'll direct this one to Tony. You um, saw the reaction, MJ. I've gotten a few bad out of the day. Do you have any worries that uh, 
It was cheered in Chicago, while CM Punk, hometown guy, turned you into worries about uh, MJF kind of, he got pure moves before. He was one of the last pure heels left in wrestling to try to get cheered. And now he's sort of set up as this anti-authority figure. I think the fans want to see great wrestling matches. MJF's the top wrestler. CM Punk's the world champion, the top wrestler in the world. And I think having top contenders, whoever came out of this match tonight, MJF sets up as a great challenger. And now CM Punk uh, is the world champion. MJF being back, a lot of fans were excited to see it. But anytime somebody makes a comeback in the world of wrestling, generally you get a really big reaction. Am I worried about it? No, not really. Like we have. One of the most charismatic, popular professional wrestlers in the world right here. And frankly, the fans can react however they want. That's what's great about AEW and pro wrestling. We're not trying to tell people what to think. This is a really compelling story. People were emotionally moved. People are calling that a great ending. And I'm really glad people liked it. But the fact is, it was a great match and it was a great ending. And now we'll see what happens on Wednesday. Is that going to headline? I'm not going to comment on it. I'll tell you why I'm upset about it because if you're an EVP, you don't try to middle your top baby face. You try to get your niche audience that's on the internet to hate him for some made up bullshit room. Really pisses me off. Stepping on your own dick, trying to fucking, you know, make money, sell tickets, fill arenas. And these stupid guys think they're in the receipt of Yep, Dominic D'Angelo at shows.com. Uh, Punk, last time we were here last year, I asked you about like, Kerry Funk and his influence, like yeah. his legacy going on. Kind of, uh, and this is for you too, Tony. I kind of like there, there's you've, you've done a great job with incorporating legends throughout, you know, the course of AEW and as it goes on. Kind of want to see uh, what you feel about how a lot of the modern talent today can kind of utilize some of the advice and take advice from like guys like William Regal and uh, even like Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone. Um, I know I'm missing Jake Roberts. Plenty I'm missing, I'm sure. But I just kind of wanted to get both your perspectives on that and how that can kind of go a little bit more to, to help you guys out grow as a company. We have a, uh, a locker room full of pretty brilliant minds. You know, Jerry Lindsay, Malenko, Mark Henry. You know, I, when I came back and I cut my promo my second week here, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty decent, you know what I mean? I kind of blur the lines a little bit. What's he doing? How crazy Phil? Going into business for himself and really defending myself. but. You know, you, you mix that in with attacking Moxley, you mentioned, um, you know, Kingston being the second best Kingston, which is a pretty great line. Um, you know, uh, but our locker room, for all the wisdom and brilliance it has, isn't worth shit when you have an empty-headed idiot who's never done anything in the business do public interviews and say, I don't really take advice. Who the fuck do you think you are, you know? That's stupid. I'm on a team with Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and I, I don't need to, I don't need to work on my swing. You don't. Yeah, I'm not going to listen to these guys. They can tell me how to swing a baseball. Fucking go fuck yourself. That's how I feel about it. I, I, I dare you to fucking say that to Terry Funk's face. I don't need to listen to you, Mr. Funk. I know what I'm doing. Grow up. Next question right here. I'm sorry, speak up. What? So we can't hear you. Sorry. Um, question for CM Punk, the Phil Lindsay from the Bleacher Report. Um, I think you caught a lot of people by surprise your loss two weeks ago and your foot injury came into play. And I wonder, you know, how much did that came into play tonight? Because a lot of fans didn't know that was part of the reason you lost, but that didn't seem to happen again. 
I'm wearing Danhausen's boots is a true story. So I, I assume that it's like some sort of a reverse purse. I've had a real problem with footwear. I've been trying to figure out like what to wear. And that's real life. Like I put my old wrestling shoes on and they didn't fit. I bought a new pair of 12s, they didn't fit. Um, I've thought about wearing my gym shoes. They didn't have the stability I needed. And uh, I bought a pair of Doc Martens because they're really comfortable. But they were too loose. And then Ben House was like, you want to try mine on? I'm like, well, size 10. And I put them on and they just magically fit. They're like, like unbelievable, like a glove. They're tight, but not too tight. They give me stability and they're comfortable as hell. So I owe them more money now. Izzy, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm sorry if I'm scary. Okay. You know, I like you though, you're right. Thank you. I mean, do I have to? I, I, I guess, uh, I don't know. I'm tired of wrestling these pricks. I'm tired of wrestling these kids that think they, uh, they know everything. Um, you know, but um, I'm, not, I'm not the boss. I uh, won the number one contendership, and uh, I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Um, I, I think Max is. Uh, a supremely talented individual, um, but this goes for him and anybody else in the locker room that doesn't want to be here. You know, the grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. And Max likes to uh, shit where he eats instead of watering the grass. So we'll have to we'll have to see how that goes. Thanks, Izzy. John Robert Podcast, Pete. Uh, a year ago, we were in this room and it was after Adam Cole had debuted, Brian Danielson had debuted, and you said that it, it had the feeling of Bash at the Beach, oh, where, where it, it, it <laughs> Did that I say energy. That? It was that Did energy. Did I say that? And uh, a year later, here you are, world champion, uh, through the trials and tribulations. What's your honest assessment of the last year for you personally and professionally? Um, like I, I, I know it sounds like, again, Sounds like a pretty ridiculous statement, you know. But I would like to think again in five years, you know, you'll 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 see the impact of it. Um, there's a chance I'm wrong, you know. We got an uphill battle in a, in a in a lot of respects. Um, it's just so much drama and turmoil going on. But I, you know, I, I like to believe in the place I work. Um, we do have a very very strong roster, and like I said, we have we have a lot of brilliant minds backstage. So if uh, if young talent's willing to actually listen and, and receive uh, advice and information, I honestly think the sky's the limit. You know, there's always going to be people who think they should be the top guy, want to be pushed. You know, um, and I get that. I mean, that was that was me from like 2008 to you know 2010 or whatever. And you know, I I, I, I always wanted more, um, but. I, I thought I acted like a top guy, you know, like if I missed a flight, I rented a car and made the town. I didn't just go, oh, I missed the flight, I guess I'm not going to be a TV. Um, I think Adam Cole is, is, is fantastic. I'm, 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 I'm more worried about his health now than worried that if, if his impact on wrestling is going to be, you know, bigger than Scott Hall's or something like that. Like, I, I just want the kid to be healthy because he's a, he's a, he's a sweetheart, you know. Um, 
Um, I know Eric Bischoff is really mad that I said that, so I stand by it. Can you tell me a little bit about the recovery from the foot injury as far as, you know, I know you went through, it's three months. That was Awful. pretty quick, that's, you know, and you had surgery, you had major surgery, you know, that's up to the so, uh, the, so, so again, what I what I said in uh, promo, I think maybe last week was was true. I I did the stage dive. What an idiot! I must have hit my foot on the top of the guardrail, but I didn't feel it. And you would think that shit would hurt, but when I people caught me, they put me back down. I waited for FTR, and I, I'm standing on my foot, and it just didn't feel right, you know. But I thought, again, maybe I just whacked it or something like that, and then I, I wrestled on it. Blew a springboard, came off the top of it with a double axe, like did all this shit. And what I eventually did is, yeah, I fractured my foot, but then I pulverized the bones. Pulverized is the word Dr. Jung used. Surgery was supposed to be an hour. It wound up being like four and a half. I got three plates and 16 screws in my foot, and I essentially have, I have a new foot now, you know. Um, it is 100%. But it is a new 100%, and I'm, you know, I, every day I, I rehab. But when I when I started rehab, this is the worst injury I've ever had. You know, um, head surgery on my elbow, easy, easy, easy. You know, lower back, I could bike the next day. I could get a coffee. I could go for a six-hour walk. You know what I mean? Was, I could do something. I was bedridden for two weeks, and it was really, really hard for me because I, I really wanted to have this great summer and do good for Tony and sell tickets, draw money, help with ratings. And it all just came crashing down, but that's life. You know, I, I missed out on Forbidden Door in the United Center. Really wanted to wrestle there. You know, and I, and I, have, I, I have pride in my work. And I wanted to carry the title and, you know, carry through the summer and just help grow the business. So it was mentally devastating. I was bedridden for at least two weeks. Uh, I would be dead if it wasn't for my wife. I would also be dead because of my wife if that third week I didn't get out of bed. <laughs> uh, love April to death. I, I, I wouldn't be here right now in a lot of ways if it wasn't for her. Um, it may sound corny to some people, not being able to walk my dog was like really challenging, you know. Uh, and then the, the rehab, like I could tell you how hard and painful it was and grueling. But I, I just wouldn't be able to do it justice. I was doing two and a half hours of rehab, plus once they told me I could bike, I was biking my life away. Then I would go to the gym later and lift weights, and I was just trying to bust my ass to hurry up. and Not necessarily hurry up to get back, I wanted to hurry up to get healthy, because if I'm not healthy, I'm no good to anybody. It was just, it was really, really tough. Uh, I, I just think it's, you know, I'm, I'm a little older now, and, it was just, it was a pretty ridiculous, I, I think if I was 23, it would have been a hard injury, you know what I mean? Because I, I literally couldn't do anything, try to get around on crutches up and down stairs, you know? I gotta walk two feet to go to the bathroom, I got crutches, it, it was just, it was pretty bad. It, and it was depressing, uh, but thank you for asking. <laughs> Last question for CM Punk, Will? Will Washington, uh, What up, Will? Okay. I got a question for you. So, so I guess a good way to round this out would be point out the fact that uh, your win tonight brought to an end the fairly legendary run for Don Moxley. He has been defeated in AEW in over a year, and uh, even with the runs out, um, 
And it was in a tag match. Yeah, he's never. Yeah, it was the first time he's ever taken a clean pin in an AEW match ever. I would say. I mean, where it was under pretty fair circumstances right. in over three years. Yeah. So it's, it, that brings one in the fairly legendary run with John Moxley can talk about um, what it means to be the guy to put an end to that run for Moxley. Oh man, people are probably really mad at me then. Huh? <laughs> Alvarez, are you mad at me? Not <laughs> mad. I'm a little mad at you. But, uh, um. <laughs> I think me and Mox are so similar, and obviously uh, we got a lot in common. You know, like we both had some misdiagnosed staph infections. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a, it's a weird thing to have in common. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, but we came from the same place, and I think we felt a lot of the same things there. You know, kind of like there was a bridesmaid, but never the bride. I can only hope that he appreciates um, being able to me doing that for him, just as I appreciate him doing this for me. You know, because I think we're both guys that nobody ever really did it for us. You know, uh, guys could have helped us out a little bit more, passed the torch a little bit more. And I think we're on we're on even we're on an even footing. Whereas before, maybe you thought you know like I'm the bigger star. Like I'm here to try to elevate everybody. Everybody, and I'm not saying that I have elevated John Boxley. I like to think maybe I did. I think that's what all of our jobs are: is to get you know if if one person's up here, it's 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 up to them to reach back and and get everybody up to that level. But yeah, I, I think I think John Moxley. Um, we have different philosophies about pro wrestling, but it's it's a beautiful thing because it's it's all pro wrestling, you know. And done right, it's it's just magic. I, I, I think he's a hell of a talent, and I, uh, I, I I sure do appreciate him. You know. Thank you very much, CM Punk. Thank you, Alvarez. You. <laughs> I saw the video, man, and you were so incredulous that I went into business for myself, and I was just like, No, no, oh, man. I, I made sure to say. Some people were upset that you had done that, and other people said that you were defending yourself. Which is what you said, that you were defending yourself. I, and the reason I've never defended myself is because when you do, it just sounds like you're being defensive. But I've eaten shit on this subject for a very, very long time. Um, and I, I'm, I'm very sad today that I had to get up here and, and, and say his name. He doesn't fucking deserve it. Uh, and talk about it. But facts are facts, you know. Name two people that have made the most money off the name CM Punk. I don't think you're there yet. The first one's Vince McMahon. The second one's Scott Colton. I hope you all have a good night. Please be more responsible with the news you get from certain people. And uh, just remember we're human beings. Thank you. Thank you, Parker. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you.
Side line, ringside, paralyzed, fuck a clutch Cause you're gonna need a wheelchair 
your baby face with a steel chair The square circle, you'll get killed there Black and blue when you turn to purple Ink and red when it's filled there Ain't Bill Fair catching heat with the crowd Just another vicious deal down the cheat And he's found here the screens when the loud They're reading out his songs Fuck your book of songs When the dirty start, he's dropping bombs Ain't police with batons But he's pro martial law You speak infidel, catch a partial to your jaw Bow it down to a law Just pray you're not a victim Equip with a stable just in case he's got a stick I'm the plano when he strips him PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.